Diablo 4 leaked monetization has many people concerned that Diablo 4 will just be another Diablo Immortal. If you've not seen the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans, I'll be breaking them down for you right at the beginning of this video. It is a longer video because it's a live stream and a discussion, but I put all the goods right here at the start. We already did a stream today about God of War Ragnarok and its release date potentially affecting other games and getting delayed. So if you want to check out that VOD and discussion, it's there along with tons of other variety gaming news coverage. I'm going to end that stream now and bring those people over to this stream that way they can enjoy this content and again we do put all the info right here at the beginning because this monetization leak has many people worried that we're going to be staring at a very you know fundamental change to the diablo franchise with respect to monetization and the risk of turning into another pay to win debacle we covered diablo immortal extensively and let me give you this quick update about what's going on this is a reforge update diablo 4 looking like another diablo immortal is a concern that's growing especially now that there is diablo 4 monetization leaks that is pointing to multiple ways that the game will be monetized that has many people worried if you like these quick updates hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the uploads and always remember to check out reforge gaming where i stream these discussions live so tweaktown.com had the following to say diablo 4 will reportedly have have a battle pass and a premium currency and that's not all there is more things they will be charging you for in the game this will be a full price game according to the report diablo 4 may be the latest blizzard game to get a battle pass the developer has announced that they will rely on cosmetic microtransactions despite being a full priced premium game and we've heard this bit before Unlike Diablo Immortal, the new sequel will not sell items or content that have tangible effects on gameplay. They told us that in Diablo Immortal, you would not be able to buy gear. That turned out to be a lie. There is the ability for you to buy gear in essence. It was essentially uh, a sleight of hand form of dishonesty because you can buy things that directly affect gear drops in Diablo Immortal to such an absurd degree that when they stated you could not buy gear, it was a lie. So telling us that you can't buy things like that in Diablo 4 isn't boding lots of confidence in the community since they already said that about the current game on mobile Uh, a survey went out and this is where this information is coming from according to new leak surveys sent to gamers in germany blizzard may also be including battle passes in diablo to do the monetization trifecta microtransactions in-game currencies and paid passes they will also be doing paid expansions according to tweaktown.com blizzard has already confirmed diablo 4 will have paid expansions the new developments basically show diablo 4 will have every monetization structure possible outside of pay to win there will be pvp in diablo 4 gameplay and this could mean pay to win could creep in since it's undeniably present in diablo immortal diablo 4 is also meant to be an ongoing game described as a never-ending game in the tweaktown.com report with tons of replayable content that's added over time it's a live game but even more important it's a blizzard live game that means it's meant to carry the studio forward at least six years look at overwatch as an example that requires lots of planning forethought but also how are you going to pay for everything a premium currency was part of this leaked uh, survey 
uh, as translated version of the survey is pretty straightforward. It mentions that Platinum can be purchased as a premium currency from the in-game shop, and the Battle Pass will provide access to cosmetic-only rewards. In short, it's like the Master Chief Collection's current scheme. You have cosmetic rewards, you have a Battle Pass that provides cosmetic rewards, but you're going to have a premium currency. This is concerning because this could lead to a Diablo Immortal Metamorphosis for the game if they discover that they can do it and people pay for it. They've already, in my mind, significantly damaged the Diablo franchise name and trustworthiness with how they have handled Diablo Immortal and how they misled the community with respect to being able to buy gear. It's why I stopped covering that game on my channel. I didn't want to sully my channel with a game that was riddled with pay to win and dishonesty. We've been told this before and premium currency by itself is not a problem, but it could certainly be a catalyst to worse monetization practices within Diablo 4. So right now, the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans are looking as if they could tip over into an area. We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, betas and alphas are on the way, and the Diablo 4 gameplay will be featured on my Reforge Gaming channel. So head over to Reforge Gaming if you want to see my live streams. Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads, and I'll see you in the next video. And uh, I'll see you guys right now. This one is a little worrying. You got Diablo 4 that'll have record-breaking sales, no doubt. They have already talked about how they're going to have paid expansions. On top of that, now they're talking about a battle pass. On top of that, they're also talking about doing a premium currency, which leads many to be worried and concerned. Once you start adding those layers of monetization, it can start to become a confusing and tangled mess which is essentially what Diablo Immortal is. They make it really hard for people to see what exactly they're spending their money on. Meech just hit 12-month milestone on the channel, renewing their membership. Hey, another milestone. Love to see it. Keep killing it. Deathside just hit a 12-month milestone. And Demetrius just hit a 3-month milestone, getting a new badge. Congratulations. Celebrating a milestone on two accounts on the same day. Love to see it. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Anybody feels like getting us started off with a bang and gifting some members, go for it and make sure and smash the like button. This is a new stream, so make sure you are in live chat so you can see what everybody's saying. And do me a favor, go through that ritual of smashing the like button. There's almost 300 people here already. We can easily hit 200 likes right out of the gate. That will really help the video. So what do you guys think? about this why are you seeing ads as a member membership does not get rid of ads youtube premium gets rid of ads membership gets you into my discord increase access to my discord it gets you into members only content a badge and emotes it does nothing to ads that's youtube premium that you're thinking of there there there's rumors that youtube premium will get to a point where it will give you one free membership a month but membership to my channel doesn't do anything with respect to ads i don't run ads during the stream is the thing that i tell people Like, I don't run ads during the stream, so you'll get one when you first get here, but you won't get any the rest of the time that you're here, and that's why we tell people, hey, become a member, gift members, I'm not monetizing the channel with ads throughout the stream, we we leave that in the hands of the viewers to, to help monetize what we do. Diablo has always had paid expansions, not an issue there, but the premium currency could be an issue. Right, why do you, like, okay, the first reason... The first, yeah, you're thinking of purple. I I turned that on when we were over there, however many years ago. You didn't see ads over there if you were a, if you were a member, but that's not something I can do here. So, yes, we need to concede that point that like paid expansions aren't a problem, but ca- paid currencies can be a problem. You know, Abe gifted a membership. Let's see if it goes to Atwood. He's he's hoping. He's oh, he gets it. 
He gets it. I was literally hoping that it would go to Atwood. He was in here like hoping he was going to snag one. There it is. Nice job, Abe. Abe with the sniper shot just nails the right person that we wanted to see. There it is. Um, Abe says, not much. It's all I got at the moment. Starting the member gifted train. So Abe is Abe is asking for you guys to start a gifted member train. Looking forward to this topic. I The, the premium currency, let's just call a spade a spade. The reason that companies do premium currency is they want to make it easier for you to spend money. Because when you go to the store and you're spending, you know, these little gold chips or V-Bucks or platinum, it's, 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 it's easy for you to spend. You're less likely to be like, oh, I'm spending $12 right now. I'm spending $17. You're spending platinum. You're spending whatever the frick. So I'm not going to bash a company for doing a premium currency because basically everybody does a premium currency. They discovered that this was a fantastic way to separate the transaction from the spending so that you don't actively feel like you're spending money. You know, you're buying a bucket of stuff and you're not really thinking about that. Think about it like when you go to the bar and you buy a bucket of beers, right? You're like, oh, this is a great deal. We're getting a bucket. You don't think every time you're drinking one like, well, what's the per bottle cost? You don't think like that, right? Now, I'm not saying that when a bar does that, but it's akin to that. You're buying a bucket of tokens and then you go and use those tokens. I mean, it's kind of like the arcade thing. It's a little bit like that. You go into the arcade and you go to like a Dave and Buster's and you put in your credit card and you buy $20 worth of tokens. And then as you're out there playing, you're not actively thinking this token represents this much money. You're not thinking that. You're like, how many tokens is it to play? Okay, cool. Clink, clink, clink. I'm going to play this game. And <clears throat> that made its way. That made its way to mobile gaming, which made its way to console gaming and PC gaming. Because you're, you're, as Paul is saying in the Discord, it causes a disconnection. You're not actively thinking about the money that you're spending, so it's easier for you to plunk those things down. If every time you went up to an arcade machine in Dave and & Buster's and saw the per dollar amount that it cost to play it, and you had to swipe your credit card every time, you would probably spend less money. Because it would be like every time you're getting out your wallet and you're feeling that sense of, this is money leaving my account. This is money leaving my account. You're going to constantly feel that pull. Well, it, it it makes it makes sense that you would spend less money in that scenario. So if you go to the Diablo 4 storefront and you're spending $3 here, $5 there, $10 here, you're less likely to spend if that's the case. But if you buy a premium currency bucket of platinum and then you're spending platinum throughout the month, it's a lot easier for you to spend throughout that month. Oh, I've got some platinum left. It's like it's burning a hole in your pocket, right? It was like when you got money for your birthday and it was kind of burning a hole in your pocket. Can we get a couple more likes? There's so many people here and we don't even have 100 likes yet. There's plenty of people here. We should be setting our sights on 200 likes right out of the gate. Just give that little thumbs up a press. Uh, K. Billy says, cosmetic only items don't concern me. I think the battle pass is fine as it helps fund the seasons. They supported seasons in Diablo 3 for years with no funding other than expansions so the battle pass makes sense. Yeah, I have no issue with a Diablo 4 battle pass. That doesn't bother me at all. You want to do a Diablo 4 battle pass? Man, go for it. Go for it. Like, it's a great way to constantly keep the game fresh. You constantly are keeping things happening in the game. Man, freaking go for it. 
Like there's there's I, I, I've been in full support of battle passes for a while. I've been in full support of battle passes. I have continued to say I think free to play battle pass premium currency microtransactions, I've continued to say that's actually like a great way to do your monetization structure. <clears throat> it's extremely easy to keep it respectful. It's extremely easy to make tons of money, right? And I think as long as you're doing that and you're not doing all of the gambling stuff, you're not doing pay to win, you're not doing RNG, I'm totally in favor of that. So if you're just tuning in, the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans has people concerned that this is going to be just another Diablo Immortal. There apparently is a premium currency. There will be battle passes. There will be paid expansions. There will be cosmetics. There's everything, okay? And it's easy to be like, well, if you're doing everything... There's nothing left except selling gear. Now, Diablo Immortal told people, we're not going to sell gear. And then they did, right? They essentially did. And so it'd be very easy to be like, hey, we're not selling gear. We're selling a premium currency. And you can use that premium currency to increase your drops in a dungeon, in a raid, in a run, in a whatever, right? And if that's what they, if that's how they end up doing it, then there's plenty of people that I think are going to say you lied to us. You said we're not able to buy gear, and we can. I hope it's not like Diablo Mortal Battle Pass. It's under 30 days, and it feels like FOMO. Yeah, I would hope the Battle Pass is not that short. I think a 30 day Battle Pass is way too short. I think you've got to give people a lot more time. I think a, I think a season makes the most sense to run it for three months. I think I think three months is just like an easy, easy like people get into that mindset of like, okay, I've got three months to do all this stuff. Why isn't Diablo full a full full price game? It is. It is. Oh, you said wait. Yes. So so track with me here. So Diablo 4 monetization. It gets leaked. It's a full price game. They'll be doing paid expansions. They'll be doing battle passes. They'll be doing a premium currency. They'll be doing cosmetics. There's only one thing left for them to do, and it's pay to win. There's nothing left for them to do. That's everything that you could possibly jam into a game. Now, does that mean that the game's going to be bad and it's going to ruin the game? No. No. The survey was to see what price point fans would pay for the game. Right. They're trying to see, like, if you pay full price for a game... And we also have all this all this monetization in the game. Is that something that you're going to be okay for okay with? So that's my. I think my first discussion question was just that, right? Is d- does this type of microtransaction? When you see the Diablo Four leaked monetization plans, do those plans affect your decision to buy a game at full price? This is not a free-to-play game like Diablo Immortal that you can bat around for a couple of weeks and decide, yeah, this is too aggressive, I'm out of here. It's not like that. This is a game you will have to pay full price for, and then you'll find out if all those things are too disruptive and too damaging to the game's quality and identity. Yes, 100%, it does affect you buying the game. I don't know, like, as a content creator, it, 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 it's not going to affect me buying the game, but it will certainly affect, it'll certainly affect my willingness to buy, I'm sorry, willingness to continue to play and cover the game, right? My willingness to pay for the game 
is, well, I have to pay for the game. I want to cover it. I want to let people see it. I want to let people, you know, get a look behind the curtain. So my my question's a little bit different than you guys. My question is, will I cover it at length? Will I play it for a couple of weeks? Will I really do a deep dive? Will I dive into the end game? Will I dive into the replayability? Will I die into dive into the content loop? I didn't do that with Diablo Immortal because it became quickly apparent it was pay-to-win trash, and I'm like, I'm not giving that game a platform on my stream, which, look at, look at my channel, let me just show you why that was actually kind of a hard decision, like, it wasn't a hard decision, but it was also a hard decision, let me just show you, alright, let me just show you the few times that we played the game, where is it, uh, here, here's a great, yeah, here's a great snapshot of why this was tough. Diablo Immortal new gameplay. Game's not even out yet. Almost 8,000 views. Diablo Immortal gameplay PC. Almost 20,000 views. That's more views than my channel has subscribers. Down here, Diablo Immortal gameplay live. 18,000 views. The two times that we streamed the gameplay, we got close to 20,000 views. Right? Like... That's bonkers. You know what I'm saying? That's absolutely bonkers. So it was like, man, oh man, there are people that really want to see this game. There are people that really like, you know, are enjoying watching this game. They're really curious about it. And I was like, no, I can't do it. I Like, we easily could have had probably another week of every time I played that game, six to 10,000 viewed videos, easily six to 10K views per vid which is really great for a channel this size. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going to be facing a similar conundrum with Diablo 4. Because Diablo 4 gameplay, from where I sit, looks fantastic. I think it looks phenomenal. I think it looks really satisfying, really fun. Like, I'm looking forward to playing the game with my wife. You know, I'm gonna, we, we love a good dungeon crawler. We love a good Diablo. We played Diablo 3 quite a bit, actually. But... There's a channel that reviews MMOs. He did the math, and to get most loot you can, you have to spend about $250 an hour. Gee, many Christmas. It's so crazy. It's absolutely crazy to me. Diablo 4 will have pay to win. So you think it's going to have pay to win, says Mr. Uh, Halinga. Let me read what some of the responses. Eugene says, It would mean, not with Diablo, but another game did this, then yes. Yes, this makes me not want to buy Diablo 4. So a lot of you guys are saying that the, these, these, the monetization leaks are making you say, I, I don't know if I want to buy the game or not. So what would make you buy the game and play it? Like, what? where's the monetization have to land? So Diablo 4 monetization, where does it have to land in order for you to say, I'm willing to pay for this fully priced game? Paid content deliverables in a cosmetic shop is while is where I draw the line with full price games. Anything more is an automatic no, says Eugene. So Eugene is basically saying, as long as you're doing paid content deliverables, which is paid expansions, and a cosmetic shop, you're fi- it, that's fine in a full price game. Which they're also doing season passes. They're doing battle passes. Luke Smart with a $5 tip through Super Chat says, Hey there, I subbed just to say, I'm super disappointed by Blizzard about Diablo 4. Not gonna buy it. Longtime fan of the Diablo series, feeling totally betrayed. Luke, you don't have to use Super Chat to talk to me. You, when you sub, you can talk instantly. 
use chat. I'm wh- wh- how why do you feel betrayed? What line have they crossed in your mind for Diablo 4? This this survey that went out basically indicates there'll be a battle pass, there'll be a premium currency, there'll be paid expansions. So what are, what in that what in that is is a problem for you? Box price in a cosmetic shop I'm okay with, but no battle pass. So Luke do you do you not play and do you feel the same way about destiny because this is literally the destiny 2 model full price game paid expansions battle passes now it's been out for a really long time so you can get into the game for free and then you just have to pay for the expansions but that's not necessarily a fair comparison because when it came out it was a full price game and then you paid for the expansions and the seasons and the battle passes and they have a cosmetic shop it's the premium currency that you don't like I'll watch you play it and then I'll decide says Aaron having dived into Diablo 3 and loved it as long as they don't directly implement pay for gear I'm in I'm fine with the current leaks TBH says Meech that sounds like more than the D2 model how is it more than the D2 model in what capacity are they going beyond what Destiny 2 does I'm sure they'll have a deluxe edition that's 100 bucks. That's kind of my limit for a game there. Uh, anything extra should, shouldn't affect the loot or the XP. The D2 model battle pass is part of the paid content deliverable. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can buy the expansion separate in Destiny 2. Destiny 2 did that with their with their expansions. You could buy the expansion and then there was an extra. They adjusted the pricing. Remember, we covered this. We covered this. They increased the price because there was the expansion cost and then there was an additional $10 for the season pass. And they also have premium currency. You buy seasonal content and the battle pass is included. No. That no, that's not true. Cuz you can buy you cannot just buy a battle pass. Yes, you could. There was a time where you could do that because we talked about who on earth would do that. Who on earth would buy it without the battle pass bundled in? There were options to do that. Now, they may have removed that option now. They may have removed that option. But the cost is baked in. The cost is baked in. They They increase the cost of those seasons. Yes, it is. There was a time, it was Shadowkeep and then the one after. I covered this game for five years, seriously. We looked at the pricing structure and they increased the, the, the price and they baked the battle pass in. There was a time where you could buy it separately and then they decided, no, we're just going to increase the cost and bake it in. Destiny's two new Witch Queen dungeons will require a separate purchase to access. There you go. So I mean that that's that's another example of it being very similar to this Diablo 4 format. D2 had three levels: expansion, expansion plus one season, expansion plus all seasons. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. I covered the game when you could do that. You're confusing expansions with seasonal content. Oh, oh I I understand. I'm confusing expansions with seasonal content. The point is, Eugene, they do expansions that are paid for, and they do battle passes. They do seasons. Like, Diablo, when they when they launch a season, there's new content that comes with that. 
they update the rifts, they add new modifiers, they add new enemy types, they do all kinds of things. So, like, they'll do a paid expansion, and then when you buy the battle pass, that battle pass comes with new stuff, the new season pass or whatever. It's exactly the same. The season is content deliverables. That's exactly the same as what Diablo does. Right now, Diablo 3, you, you, this is the pattern. You bought Diablo 3 full price, you bought an expansion, and now the seasons have things for you to buy within them. Actually, aren't the seasons free? If you buy the season, it has the battle pass. Right, and we don't know if that's essentially what they do in Diablo. Diablo Immortal gets updates and events every two weeks. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're buying a battle pass. That's the point I'm making is it, like, it more than likely is exactly the same. They're going to be like, yeah, here you go. Here's a new season, and you can buy the battle pass for that season. Because typically, in, in Diablo 3, you don't have to spend any money. You just boot up the season and start playing. You, you don't have to spend any money. You cannot buy the battle pass separate from buying a season. Right, I was talking about you could buy the battle pass separate from the expansion, meaning they're separate. They're, they're considered separate entities, which that's how I'm reading Diablo's thing. Diablo is going to have a paid expansion. They're also going to have paid battle passes. And then they're going to do seasons. We don't know how the seasons are going to be structured. Because right now when you play Diablo 3, Diablo 3 seasonal content, you literally just go in and play. You don't spend any money. You can spend money if you want for all the extra cosmetics and stuff. Diablo is not an MMO. It's peer-to-peer. You're limited to like four players. That's not true. Diablo 4 is not going to be that way. Diablo 4 is quite literally going to be like an MMO. It's there's there, what, What's the number of people that can be in an instance in this game? Diablo is 100% an MMO. YouTube Lurker with a $10 tip through Super Chat. I will never buy another live service game or battle pass until Season 2. I want to see play in progression. If it's another grueling Halo pub crawl to get anywhere, I'm going to pass. Diablo Mortals an MMO? Yeah, there's 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 tons of people in an instance. There's you go to the you go to the the, the public location like everybody's hanging out there. If you're just tuning in, the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans are being debated right now in my chat. We're comparing it to another game that did something similar uh, and is currently doing something similar in uh, in Destiny. The reason we're doing that is we want to know where's the line for people. Where's the breaking point? Diablo 4 will be a full-priced game with paid expansions, with battle passes, with cosmetics, and a premium currency. It's going to have all those things. Are any of those things enough to tip you and say, I'm not buying this game? Because unlike Diablo Immortal, you're not going to be able to just like boot up and try it out and be like, okay, this is too aggressive, I'm out of here. You will have to literally buy the game to see. Or, you, you know, obviously wait and watch YouTubers and, and streamers. I have no problem with Diablo 4 as long as they don't have pay to win. That's essentially the only thing that's not in the game. They are claiming that you cannot buy gear. They claim the same thing about Diablo Immortal. So they're not in a great position to be trusted on that claim. Because think about it. They're going to have a monsoon of sales. The Diablo 4 release date 
is going to hit and the sales are going to be bonkers. And if a month later it becomes deduced or unearthed that they basically have pay to win structured around how Immortal operated, what the frick are you going to do? What are you going to do? You bought the game. That's it. It, you're, that's the, it's, it's now, oh, now what are you going to do? Because if they're able to get people to, to, to do it, they're willing to do it. They're willing to buy the battle passes. They're willing to buy the cosmetics. They're willing to buy uh, pay to win. You'll drop the game. Will it matter is the question, Wheeze. Will you dropping the game be a, be a matter? Be, will it matter? No pun intended. Will you, will you dropping the game be a drop in the bucket? If they get enough people to get hooked and enjoy it or eat around the fat, they just eat around the pay to win. They're like, well, I'm not really doing the PvP. So they just keep playing and keep buying. Cause I certainly I certainly was gonna do that with Diablo Immortal, and then I couldn't I couldn't allow myself to do it. I was like, no, I, I can't give this thing a platform. I was gonna try to literally do a whole series of here's what's free here's what free to play looks like in Diablo Immortal. I was gonna do it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And Diablo 4 gameplay could easily land in the same bucket for me. Oh yeah, I can totally be a free-to-play player, just do the paid expansions. I'm not, I'm sorry, not free-to-play. I can be a more traditional player, just do the battle passes and paid expansions. You know, no, no gear buying, no gambling, none of that. But if there's pay-to-win, I'm gonna be like, I can't do it. I can't give it a platform. I don't want to promote a game that is literally designed to 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 basically motivate spending as opposed to motivating engagement Diablo's not pay to play that person uh, is living in year 2000 this is what free to play looks like top of the server clan yeah but that's the that's the problem though you're you're anomalous I would think Paul it's set up in such a way to where the average person can't have the experience that you're having what I heard you say, probably heard incorrectly, was full price, paid expansion, seasons, and paid battle pass. Plus cosmetics. E- yes. But we don't know how that all plays out, Eugene. Because it could play out the way that Destiny does it. They have you pay for the expansion, and then three months later they're having you pay for a seasonal battle pass that enhances and adds to the experience. Right? So it could be very similar to the Destiny 2 structure where once a year you get a big one and then you got the little season things along the way and those little season things along the way are both like a cosmetic battle pass to work through as well as like, you know, new content. So like four layers of monetization after full price. Yes. Which, to be quite honest... I'm not taking cheap shots. That's essentially what Destiny did. They did full price, then they did expansions, and now they're doing expansions as well as every three months you can buy into a Battle Pass seasonal content model. And they have cosmetics with and a premium currency. It doesn't feel... It does not feel like this is going to land that differently than that game. Personally, that's... that's my My current take of it is it'll be largely compared to destiny 2 with respect to all the models that are out there that's my read of the current information that we have when the when the leaks happen 
you're buying a season with a seasonal event and loot and content and the pass is included right but in my mind with the seasonal content structure of Diablo 3 Diablo 4 will very much likely land in a similar vein to Destiny 2 you buy a battle pass and the reason you're buying it is a new season has just started with new stuff to do new things to earn new modifiers enemies and rifts or dungeons to run there's 150 dungeons in the game and they're randomly generated so to me they're going to they're i think they're going to land just like destiny 2 i think diablo 4 gameplay i think that content loop is going to be very similar to the destiny 2 content loop they'll do a big thing on the annual and then the seasons throughout will give you a reason to come back and there'll be a battle pass attached to it. That's, 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 obviously I'm just making a prediction based on a German poll that went out. So if you're just tuning in, the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans are making people a little worried because it's a full price game with paid expansions, paid battle passes, cosmetics, and a premium currency. And people are like, that's a lot. That's a lot. The worry is pay to win will get snuck in. You're buying the season and the pass separately. That's the line for me. No, no. You're misunderst- You're either misunderstanding me or you're presuming something we don't know yet. You don't buy a season in Diablo currently. They update it, push out a bunch of great new stuff, and you can come back and play for free. No cost. You just have to own the game. There are optional purchases on top that you can do to enhance that seasonal experience. So I'm presuming that they're going to do the same thing. I think they're... Oh, you're asking. Oh, am I saying that? You're asking. Are you saying? I envision them being like, hey, come back. We have a new season. There's all this stuff going on in the game. And then there'll be a battle pass that you can buy to put on top of that. Oh, you're. A- I misunderstood that you were asking and not presuming. I am making a prediction based off of how Diablo 3 has been so successful that they will say, hey, we did an expansion three months ago. It's time for season two. Or in this case, it'd be like season three or four. Hey, it's time for season three. Here's all the reasons to come back and play. Here's all the new things that you can do and earn. Oh, and you can buy an optional battle pass if you want. That That's, that's my prediction. Is that is that that's how they're going to structure it. There'll be an annual expansion that costs money. I think baked into that will be like seasonal stuff and a battle pass maybe. And then when they do a season, which they run for what, three months or whatever. If the season is paid and the battle pass is paid. Yeah, that'll feel like double dipping to me. Yeah. And that's a concern, right? Because we're looking at this and we're saying... Diablo 4 monetization is like that's a lot of monetization. You you're talking about you're talking about literally charging for everything that you could possibly charge for, which doesn't necessarily mean that the game is going to be designed in a bad way and that you're not going to be able to play it and enjoy it and spend like think of it this way. The reason that Destiny's monetization is approved isn't just because it's good it's because people are enjoying the game does that make sense there's there's two there's two pillars holding it up i think it's designed well and people are enjoying the game diablo 4's monetization will be supported 
if people are enjoying the game. If people are digging Diablo 4 gameplay and they're like, this is fun, bro. Like, I'll buy a battle pass. Yeah, dude, I'll buy some premium currency periodically and make my my sword glow for sure. This is way premature. Once Microsoft is in charge, the point is to make a great game to get people into Game Pass. So this is subject to change. I won't say this is premature. I think this is worth covering. But I do think you are adding something to the discussion that's worthy of consideration. Once the Microsoft acquisition goes through, we may see things change. They may say, listen, you can't do anything that's at odds with Game Pass. You can't do anything that's at odds with Game Pass. We don't want Game Pass to be sullied by this. For me, I have an inkling that seasons will be paid in separate, says Wheezy. I don't think most consumers care about ethics or what is proper. What's Robert saying? Does anyone else feel it's weird to have to analyze a monetization structure for a game when deciding to buy? No, I don't think that that's weird at all. No. Um. No, I don't think it's weird. I think it, I think it's sensible. It's the new era that we're in. Think about it like this, Robert. You're not buying Tomb Raider. You're buying a game that's built on the precipice, the promise, and the expectation of continuance. There's an assumed perpetuity in the purchase. You're not buying a game that you're going to be done with in a week, right? There is an assumed perpetuity to a game like Diablo 4. So it stands to reason that you would say, if I'm going to buy this game, what's the monetization look like? What's the, what's the content structure and deliverables look like? Because that's part and parcel to my experience. It could either enhance it or hinder it. It could either make it better and be optional, or it could harm it and, and, and restrict it. So I do think when you're dealing with a game like Diablo 4, it's perfectly sensible to be like, there's an assumed perpetuity here, and if that perpetuity is assumed, I have to then think about, what's this game going to look like in five to six months? Like, uh, what was uh, Demetrius said? I think it was Demetrius. He said, I'm, I, I'm not going to spend money until after the first season, because I want to see if the first season gets off the ground. Guys, we're having a great turnout for our second show of the day. Do me a favor, and can we get 200 likes Really, with this many people here, we should be able to hit 300 likes right now. 460 people. If you haven't pressed like yet, it's totally free to press like. Do me a favor and smack that button. If you haven't hit subscribe yet either, that enables you to talk in my chat. A handful of you have done that. Um, No, I'm not interested in that. The Company Man launches on August 26th. What kind of game is The Company Man? Um, There's keys available. Uh, your platforming skills test you to jump. Ooh, we might have to check that one out for for uh, first look. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up, man. It's free, and it helps the video. It doesn't cost you anything to press thumbs up. I do not disrupt my live streams with ads. I leave the monetization and support of the channel in the hands of the viewer. If you guys want to do a, a super chat or a membership or gift a membership, that's the way that live streams live and die. I think running ads in the middle of a live stream is too disruptive. So we don't do that. I do multiple live streams a day for around three hours each time. Two to three hours. 
I'm patient, says Coral Reefer. I'll wait for a deal. Not going to pay 100 bucks for a game and feel I need to buy a battle pass immediately after to enjoy all the content to access. Brandon says, understanding a game's monetization can give an idea about its projected longevity or development. I think that's another window into the game. I agree. Distorted says, it's hard to believe a game can have every form and be good and be a good game. It'd be very difficult because if you make a game that'd be very enjoyable without micros, um, without the micros, it kind of fights uh, against, against it, getting people to buy your micros, which is the main goal. I don't know. I, I remember having this debate about Anthem when the Anthem micro store stuff leaked and people were like, oh my gosh, Anthem's going to charge so much money for stuff. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I remember telling people like the monetization of Anthem will only succeed if the game is good. Do you understand? Like, I, I don't necessarily agree with this idea that like a game can just come out and completely ruin itself with monetization if the game is bad like one of the problems with Diablo Immortal is it's a good freaking game it's a good game that's why it's getting all of the money that it's getting that's why it's being successful Diablo 4 gameplay from what we've seen up to now it it's I think it's going to be a great game it's going to be awesome just one playthrough of the campaign is probably going to be worth the price of admission. Just just the cutscenes and the soundtrack and the dialogue and just the experience of leveling and looting I think is going to be worth the price of admission. I think the average person's going to pay that price and be like, I had a great time. You know, everybody else is the we're the ones thinking, well okay, what's next? Right? What do you what are you doing next? Diablo 4 based on the leaks is more heavily monetized than what? It'll be full price expansion seasons cosmetics four layers. What's it more what's it more heavily monetized then? How many games are good and also go out all out with micros micros and are successful? Very few and usually the top of the top dogs that people would pay for already no matter what. Yeah, I just wonder if Destiny is playing a role here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Destiny has an annual expansion. They have seasons. They have cosmetics. Like, you know what I'm saying? That no, no one, no one's called foul on that. I mean, people have tried to call foul, you know, as they started sunsetting planets and pieces of content, started to make people feel like, wait a minute, I, you know, I paid for that. That's a whole other debate that I am not going to have. But it's there there isn't a huge you, there isn't a huge difference between this and that in my mind immortal is not a good game it's okay kind of decent for mobile coming from console or pc immortal is very simplistic yeah but for a mobile game it's gonna absolutely when it launches in china gee many freaking christmas they made the base game free to play also when they started season passes and expansions d2 did yeah, but Coral Reefer, we can't compare that because Diablo 4, for all intents and purposes, will do the same thing in a couple of years. They'll be like, you can get the game for free or a huge discount. You just have to buy the most recent expansion and, and Battle Pass. Right? Like, there, there's... there's there, that, that, to me, doesn't seem like a, a, a huge impossibility. 
feels pretty likely. So I'll wait two years as I did with D2. Yeah. Uh, if the cosmetic microtransactions are something that I can eventually farm for in the game, then I don't have any issue with it. But if there's a paywall to obtain said cosmetics, that's no bueno for me. Okay, okay, so you're... I don't agree with your stance, but your stance is cosmetics should always be earnable. If you, the minute you do a cosmetic that's only buyable, you have a problem with that. You're like, no, I got news for you. They're they're gonna do that. No doubt in my mind. Z- there's zero doubt in my mind. There will be some flaming, awesome outfit sword combo pack that cannot be earned in the game, only paid for. Money on the table. I win that bet when the game comes out. That they're gonna do that in this game. That 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 standard is is never going to go away. I don't think. The leaks are based on a questionnaire. Diablo Four could be interesting, and it depends on how the economy will work. Early access could be a huge advantage. I don't give a crap about cosmetics if it's just cosmetics. Is uh, Chaz or Chasson, and then Weezy says I don't care about cosmetics. Justin says, Do you think Microsoft wanted Activision Blizzard? Because their games are set up in a way and a community that supports microtransactions, which is perfect for Game Pass. I, yeah, I actually think that's probably part of it. That's not the only reason. But I do think, I do think Game Pass games, I do think Game Pass games are perfect for, we have a battle pass, we have a microcurrency, we have this, we have that. You know, there's plenty there's plenty of people that would that would say um that yeah that's a perfect fit for game pass you know because it, it what you you don't pay for the game so think about what that looks like for Microsoft it's their property by the way at that point in time Diablo 4 is their property and people are able to play the game for free on game pass and when people get into a game for free, they're way more likely to spend on micros. So you're going to have this insane funnel of people that are like, I can spend a ton of money in this game because I didn't pay to get into it. Eugene says, I'm okay with three layers, not four. I just, I don't, I, I, I feel like you're creating a fourth that we don't know exists yet. Because we're talking about paid expansions, paid battle passes, and then the cosmetics with the premium currency. That's three. Now, you're you're thinking that we're going to have to pay for seasons. I didn't see that. Let me scroll back up. Um, it's looking like the game will have the monetization trifecta of in-game currencies, paid passes, and micros. So I, it, it, they're describing it in this thing as three, and that pay-to-win is not there. Full-priced expansions, battle pass, cosmetic is four. Okay, but then Destiny is four, Eugene. Destiny is four because it initially launched as a full-price game. Full price, 
Now you're paying for expansions, you're paying for battle passes, and you can pay for expan- you can pay for cosmetics. So you're baking in full price, but that's the same exact thing that Destiny was. Just because Destiny is free to play now doesn't mean that you and most of the people playing d- bought in a full price game and you've paid for every expansion since you paid for every season and battle pass since and there's optional cosmetic purchases so that's not any different there was never seasons when it was full priced well okay but so it was seasons I'm sorry it was full priced and then they were expand they were DLC model you still spent that full priced amount at the beginning it was full priced expansions and cosmetics. I now it's expansions, seasons, and cosmetics. And then the expansions are free. Yeah, they retroactively make a bunch of stuff free. That's the problem. It's a moving it's it's a rolling forward thing. As long as Diablo 4 doesn't charge for seasons and the battle pass separately and have pay to win, I'm on board, says Wheezy. Diablo 4 will be the perfect game for Game Pass. That's what I'm saying. Like, all those Game Pass subscribers are going to be like, yo, I don't have to pay for this game? Well, I've got 60 bucks in my pocket that I could basically spend on cosmetics or a battle pass. Totally. Totally. No question. That's, that's, That's a dunker. That's that's an easy easy funnel of of people spending money. As an easy funnel of people spending money cuz they spent nothing to get in. And all the research shows with free to play model on mobile that when people get into the game for free their spending increases significantly. Diablo is starting with 4. Okay. You don't pay for seasons in Diablo Immortal. Yeah, I don't think they're going to pay for seasons. Like, I think the seasons will just update on their own and for free. And if you want to enhance the latest season, you can buy the battle pass. So I think you can you 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 pay to get in the game. You have a paid expansion, and then every time there's a season, you can buy the battle pass. And then we're presuming the premium currency means there's a cosmetic store. There, why else would you have a premium currency? I think that's a fair assumption. Like, a Diablo 4 premium currency with no cosmetics wouldn't make any sense to me. Switch? Uh, will it be on the Switch? I'd take that $60 and buy more months of Game Pass if I was smart. I Are they planning to launch this on the Switch? I can't remember. Diablo 4 is coming to all platforms. Okay. Early access is pay to win in a shared world. Would be stupid enough to charge. I don't think anyone would be stupid enough to charge for seasons or the battle pass separately. Well, and I would say Destiny has four right now, Eugene, because they're going to make you pay to get access to dungeons. That's a fourth. That's a fourth layer of monetization that they're going to add with that they're going to add that they recently added. So they have four now expansions, battle passes, cosmetics, and then the optional dungeon payment. Like, that's four. I don't think Switch has Diablo 4. Digitally pre-order Modern Warfare 2 and play the campaign up to a week early, beginning October 20th. That's gonna be so fun. 
in my uh, humble opinion, says Ahmad, a full price game should not have these kind of battle pass monetization stuff. Maybe they should focus more on the content. Here's the problem, Ahmad. What you're saying doesn't jive with a full price game that has the intention of going on for years and years and years. Do you see what I'm saying? You're not buying Tomb Raider. You're not buying God of War. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, when you buy God of War, there's no built-in assumption of perpetuity that in seven months you're still going to be playing God of War Ragnarok. No, you, you bought it, and that was it. And they might do some DLC that you can buy if you'd like. So they don't need a cosmetic store. They don't need battle passes. So... I don't think your your axiom, your your ideology, I don't think works if you try to square that with a game that's like this game's going to go on for for 6 years or more. You can't be like, well if it's full price, you can't have any battle passes or monetization. You should figure out how to make enough money on just making good content. Well, okay. Well then you won't be playing the game in 4 months because they, they're, they're not going to be updating and delivering content for free they're not going to be doing seasons and updates and expansions and battle passes for free, those things have to cost money as long as Diablo 4 isn't pay to win it'll be a purchase day one for me but if it's pay to win, then I'm out simple as that, Wheezy, I'm going to be honest with you there's no way it launches pay to win no way but it could come out later it could come out later. Like, you you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I have incredible confidence that this game doesn't launch with even a whiff of pay-to-win. No pay-to-win at all. If it comes out later, I'm dropping the game. Yeah. I think the greater likelihood, the greater concern with Diablo 4 monetization is that they do it later. I, th- I think that's the greatest likelihood. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying if pay to win shows up, if Diablo 4 pay to win becomes a reality like Diablo Immortal pay to win, then it comes later. Because Diablo Immortal, it was there from moment one. It was in the narrative. It was in the videos. It was in the dialogue from moment one. There's no way they're doing that to Diablo 4. Not, not, no chance. No shot. Black Ops 4 was advertised as having no loot boxes and three months later, loot boxes. That's right. Why must every game that comes out be live service nowadays? Greed? Yeah, why does every game come out and sell and try to make a profit? Greed. No game is immune to it. Don't act like your precious non-live service games are not doing the same dadgum thing. They want your money. They want lots of money. They're all doing the same thing. Do you honestly think publishers are investing millions and millions and billions of dollars in video games as an industry because they like you and want you to have a good time? Big publishers and little publishers and big and little developers, they're all trying to get a slice of the same pie. Why? Greed. They want to make money. There, there, there's no altruistic developer and publisher out there making games just out of the goodness of their heart and for the sake of the art. Every game you buy is trying to get money from you. Every game. I don't care what game you're playing. They want your money. They want your engagement. They want your they want your your metrics because it helps them get more money. 
Diablo 3 has been pumping out new seasons for 27 seasons and they haven't been asking for more money. Yeah, I think the seasonal model that's in Diablo Immortal and in Diablo 3 is going to continue. It's going to continue. I think that the, the, the seasons will just be free. The battle passes will be on top. Could we get 300 likes? We have so many people here. Could we get 50 more likes on the video? If you're enjoying the content, it is 100% free to hit subscribe. It enables you to talk in my chat. And if you press like, it helps out the video. It helps me out. Uh, you can consider becoming uh, um, <laughs> uh, LOL. No. It did have a date, 11-11-22, and then it got delayed. Yeah, by two days. Shut the frick up. Not making the difference between greed and profit-oriented is dumb. So you differentiate between greed and profit-oriented. You think I'm dumb for not differentiating between the two. So I'm supposed to differentiate between things that are synonymous, and I'm the dumb one. I'm I'm dumb. Profit-oriented and greed. So you're trying to establish a morality that you're presuming with zero evidence that, well, this company is trying to make lots of money and it's motivated by greed. And this company over here is trying to get lots of money and it's, they're profit-oriented. The frick are you saying? They're both doing the same thing. Where do you get, where do you get to inject morality into it Wheezy says can we get 300 likes there's like 400 of you effers that's what I'm saying come on help the video out I agree that a game should make money I never think that we should just be given the game but I think there's a balance and Immortal went too far oh I agree I agree that Immortal went too far I do think games can go too far that's not what's in debate I was pushing back on the notion that all these games are coming out as live service ongoing games because they're greedy. And I'm like, what the frick are you talking about? Making a game with four or five layers of monetization is greed. Okay. And making a game with three layers of monetization is what? Are they are they saints? Should we call the Catholic Church and get some of these developers turned, you know, turned into saints? Are they are they that holy? and that righteous that they only put three layers of monetization like what's the tipping point they hit four or five layers of monetization greedy scum lords three layers of monetization they're saints and they're angels like what the frick should we canonize these developers and make sure that they're referred to as as saint bungie from now on i mean i think that they would like that as self-righteous as they are but like is that what we should be doing roger with 10 months almost a whole year the best gaming podcast on the internet, people. Come on. Thank you, Roger, for jumping back in with your membership. Why not just charge a monthly sub? The determination of too far is a function of the market, not of principles or ethics. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, layers of monetization are not indicative of greed. There could be a company with two layers of monetization and they're the greediest, scummiest company in existence. And you could have a company that did four layers of monetization and it's all very well designed and respectful to the player. That's not a one-to-one. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm pushing back on. The notion that like, well, if they do too many layers of monetization, they're greedy. 
If they do this many, they're fine. It's like, well, that that's that's not the determiner. The determiner is the structure. Because you could probably look at a game that has pay to win it, like a sports game, and you could probably argue there's fewer layers of monetization. And you would, does that mean it's okay? Do you see, do you see the point that I'm making? This game only has one layer of monetization. What is it? Card packs. That's it. Well, that means they're not greedy. But it's it's built on the precipice of gambling and RNG and, and creating an environment where you feel you must spend money to compete and win. You see what I'm saying? A $5 tip from Akuta Papa. They all have to fulfill their fiduciary duties. They aren't making money and profit. Uh, then they could be sued. That's Yeah, that's the other element that I think gets lost in here. It's greed! Or they're, 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 they're trying to not get sued by their shareholders. There's that too. All they sell in Madam is card packs, right? Yeah, yeah, Zubair's already going where I'm going. Four layers well designed and Blizzard in one sentence is just hopeful thinking. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't mean anything. <clears throat> Yo, a four-month milestone from XCal. Glad you're back. Thank you so much for keeping your membership going. Guys, we just hit one hour on the broadcast and they want us to run ads every hour and I don't do it. They recommend it. I think we can do it another way. So do me a favor. Hitting like is free. We only need 30 more likes to hit 300 likes. Consider becoming a member for five bucks a month or gifting some members. I think that's a much better way to monetize live streams than to disrupt them with advertisements. It's not just the layers, says Hilly. It's what is left in the base game. Does it stand alone and does the game make sense? Have loot and cool stuff to chase. If the answer is no, the bolt trash uh, is pointless anyways. Uh, I don't know how people think a studio is expected to continue to produce content for a game but not take additional revenue beyond sales for the base game. Yeah, Graydon, I think there's like layers of approval. There's people that are like, oh, bolt on. Sorry, Hilly. A 10-month milestone from Matazbo. Thanks for renewing. Keep it going. Slap like, y'all. Okay, there's layers of approval. There are people that are like, if your game is full-priced, and you have monetization in it, you have microtransactions, like Diablo 4 monetization. They're like, it's a full price game. It should have no monetization. Okay? There's people at that layer of approval. They're just like, no. Shouldn't be in there. If it's a full price game, zero microtransactions. I think these people are no disrespect. I think they're ignorant and I think it's a foolhardy, silly axiom and a silly ideology that doesn't line up with the gaming market and where it is now. It's just ignorant. Okay, yo, Danzatastic, gifting five members right on the one hour mark. I love that. I think that's going to send a loud and clear message to YouTube if we keep doing that. Danza being so generous, Rich Swag Lord, Vale Bonfi, Christopher Raleigh, Calvin Brown, and a different era all snagged. Make sure and thank Danzatastic for those gifted members. Zubair says, to be clear, my position is that the value is determined in the whole. Is the money you pay worth what you get? I don't think it's a function of arbitrary lines and definitions. Yeah, the market will determine if it's if it's uh, acceptable or not. I think the Fortnite skins are too expensive and they're greedy. Yeah, well, the market disagrees with you. The market's determined that it's acceptable and they've supported it, you know, hand over fist. So, cool. Take your ideology and your axiom and your opinion and I don't I don't know. Write it down and frame it and put it on the wall because that's about the you're probably the only person that cares, you know. I think Fortnite skins are too expensive. I'm sorry, no one gives a frick. 
it's the markets approved it the markets allowed it your your ideology doesn't get a foothold it just doesn't you can try to get a foothold you can try to convince consumers to change their mind and you can try to convince people to not buy so that then then the market tips in your favor i don't think you're going to i'd rather be ignorant these days of gaming that's just me so let me let me ask you a question Do you think it's fair and sensible to go into a locally owned restaurant and take issue with the fact that their prices are higher than a franchise or a chain restaurant? Do you think that's a sensible and a reasonable thing to do? I would imagine most people would say no. Restaurants, locally owned, smaller mom and pop shops can't get the deals that the bigger chains can, so their prices are inevitably a little bit higher. And you're willing to pay that Sometimes, not all the time, you're willing to pay that. Why? You think the food is worth it. You think having local fare is worth it. You think supporting local businesses is good for you and the economy and your city. So you support that local business. Why? Because you've determined that you get value from it. You've determined that. And your money communicates that louder than anything else. That's louder than your Yelp review, right? So when you look at games in 2022... And I'm talking about games that want to go on in perpetuity. And they say, we are going to have microtransactions, monetization, and structures for people to buy things to keep things going. And you say, no, they shouldn't do that. That's kind of like saying the local mom and pop shop and the local restaurant shouldn't charge more money than the franchises and the chains. You're not acknowledging the economic reality of what you're doing. You're going into a game that's ongoing and expecting it to not have any of that. To to, to just label it greed, it's like, no. Like, the mom and pop shop and the local restaurant, it's not greed, it's part and parcel to a business in that situation. A game in this situation, there's gotta be micros, there's gotta be ongoing subsidization of the game. Lono's channel has microtransactions. People buying gifted subs aren't getting anything of value from it. People buying gifts are subsidizing individuals who are not. Nothing wrong with that. Everyone is making choices of their own free will. That's going back to the Fortnite thing. The small business restaurant food tastes better. That's why Fortnite is okay. The game is good. That's the arbiter of value now. Quality. That's what I said earlier. I was like, the reason that Diablo Immortal is making money is because it's a good game. People are enjoying it. If Diablo 4 monetization is successful it's because Diablo 4 gameplay convinces people to keep playing so they're like yeah give me the battle pass yeah give me the expansion give me the next thing I love when people use the phrase the entitlement of gamers go to any C-suite publisher developer or just your local court to find the entitlement of these absolute melts I think the concern would be to get most out of the game within the first year, you need to buy the game. The expansions, and then the question is, how important is the pass to the season enjoyment? Imagine running a business knowing you can get a high dollar amount for your product because people are willing to pay, and being like, nah, because reasons? Diablo Immortal is not a good game, we think differently. Okay, we don't... Okay, but, but the determiner of a game being good again is not whether or not you like it there's clearly 
a good loop of content in that game. Good enough that people continue to play and then spend money. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't think it was a good game. There is a good game there that people are enjoying. Like, good is subjective, right? So, there is a market that is determined this is a playable, enjoyable game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to pay money in it. I'm going to give it my, my, my out. I'm going to log hours in it. So, there's clearly something about the game that has been determined to be good by a pretty good portion of the market. And it hasn't even launched in China yet. To your point about the market says it's fine, at some point, ethical and other concerns supersede that point. What's the limit for you? Well, unethical practices surely need to be called out. And just because the market's supporting it doesn't make it ethical. That's not what I'm saying. It's the subjectivity of, like, the example I gave. The price of a Fortnite skin. That's not determined by your opinion. I wasn't arguing that market approval de facto makes something ethical. Like, let's just say it becomes known that Diablo 4 development, they used child labor and they were beating people with, with, with sticks to keep them working. And the market supports the game and the market buys the game anyway. I wouldn't say, well, the market has determined that that's ethical. That's not the argument that I was making. So, yes, there are ethical lines that when crossed, it doesn't matter if the market has approved it. You would say, this is wrong. Like, treating people like this is wrong. Lying to the customer is wrong. Cutting corners is wrong. Right? So, the... I was talking about the subjectivity of value and price, like value transmission and price. This is too much. This is too much monetization. This skin is too expensive. This game is over-monetized. There's no ethics there. There isn't. Is the consumer pro- like appropriately informed about what they can and can't buy? Do- are they getting what they paid for? no ethical concerns at all monetization or over monetization is not an ethical question it's a it's a value subjective judgment question and if the like right the online auction house is a good example of this the online auction house there wasn't anything unethical about it and the market rejected it they're like get this the frick out of the game it almost destroyed the franchise right that's the market doing its job basically but there wasn't anything unethical about it they weren't lying to people they weren't misleading people now it did lead to people's accounts getting hacked and 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 people trying you know and bots and and stupid stuff was happening but it didn't it didn't functionally make the auction house unethical right Zubair says, Hilly, I think you're overstating your position. The consumer needs to make their demands clear, but accepting the status quo doesn't make you stupid. Uh, uh, it's a different valuation than you have. Right, like if someone's just like, yeah, I don't care. Like, that doesn't make them dumb. Yo, Simon coming in with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope. 
and deserve dope stuff. Plenty of new members today. Consider becoming a new member and then getting in our Discord, especially if you're one of the people that got a gifted membership. We do members content every day, and we also do it on Friday nights. And you don't get the greatest notifications from YouTube, but Discord will always notify you. Wheezy says there's almost 200 individual microtransaction cosmetics in Monster Hunter World. Fashion hunting is what all good endgame amounts to. Sometimes. Sometimes you want to look cool, but sometimes the endgame hunting is you want to do the next big piece of content and you've got to get a great a great build. Oh, Immortal is out in China now. Okay. The revenue the revenue reports aren't in yet, are they? over 200 put it to a poll i did this on reddit and my response will stay the same game plus expansions plus subscription is all i will do i don't play games that don't meet my standards says eugene and i don't complain to companies to make games that i want distorted says it's a lot of micros for a game like that but would you say they are done in such a way that you would have a problem with them and how they affect the game especially compared to other games asking about monster hunter ghostwood says my stance on monetization hinges on whether pay to win mechanics are tied in or predatory practices such as obtuse grinding mechanics are used to gatekeep items and features inherent to the og release right like if diablo 4 gameplay is hindered harmed restricted or devalued in any way because of the Diablo 4 monetization, right? The reason we're doing this, like if you're just tuning in, Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans had people pretty concerned because it's a full price game. There's going to be a battle pass that you pay for on probably a seasonal basis. There's going to be a premium currency. There's going to be cosmetics. And people are like, okay, what else? Is that it? Or is there going to be pay to win, right? Let me, let me throw out another discussion question. I had a couple written here. I had a couple written. Uh, are microtransactions in general, are they a factor for you when avoiding a game? Is this like a new thing that we have to do to say, well, what are the micros? We kind of talked about this a little bit ago with Robert because, you know, it's an, it's, a, it's an ongoing game. Is that a factor now? Are you feeling as a consumer that that's now a box you have to check? You're like, well, I got to check on the micros before I buy this game. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm fine with it. If I buy it, you're creating an imperative that doesn't exist. Who are you talking? Oh, he's talking to Hilly. If the micros are more than just cosmetic, I avoid the game. If it's more than cosmetic. Okay. I don't think that it's the game maker's fault. Not saying that you have to step out and do something about it, but you can't deny they know it's a thing and they don't mind making a profit off of that. WoW token to this day corrupts World of Warcraft, says Raging Snake. Hilly says, so every game tomorrow is $300. You walk away and don't play ever again? Or what? Eugene says, exactly. I walk the blank away. If the game is great, I don't mind micros or cosmetics or fun extras micros that are essential to be competitive or for XP and loot gains are kind of garbage right if the micros become intrinsic if they become intrinsic to the experience like if Diablo 4 almost feels like it's required for you to spend money yes I agree with you it gets to the point where you're like wait a minute 
it, it, like I don't understand like is this the expectation like do I have to spend money to enjoy this game it it's almost like this have you built rivets and 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 rulers and guides in the game are you trying to funnel me to spending money like is that is that what's happening I think that's a fair question to ask or consumer pushback changes it like look at the halo store consumer pressure reduced the price well that's pretty reductionist it wasn't just consumer pressure hilly they admitted in a stream that the store wasn't doing what they wanted it to do translation we're not making very good money from this stupid bonehead store that we designed right like it's both and hilly like I'm gonna be honest with you Look at Destiny 2 as an example. People complained and moaned and screamed about the Eververse every season, and it got to a point where they weren't making changes anymore. Why? It was doing what it was supposed to. It was generating money. Do you see? From Destiny 2's launch to now, the Eververse was always complained about. It was always criticized. And it changed, and it changed, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it stopped changing. Why? Well, because it's working. If people are complaining and it's not making money, they'll make a change. If people are complaining and it's making money, they're not going to make a change. They're going to be like, who cares? Oh, Eververse tears. Oh, it's literally, you know, one, one ornament paid for a dungeon. One ornament. So, the... Like, I think there's a tipping point where, yeah, your voice is important. Along with wallet, there, I think there needs to be a synergy between the two. There needs to be a congruence. Like, they need to agree. And if they agree, then the company will make an adjustment and a change. Look at Madden and FIFA, the most hated games. They sell like crazy and they still have card packs. If people will pay what they do regardless of what they say. Right. And the people... Oh, crap. And the people that claim that, like, those games should change their ways and it's, like, wrong and it's scummy and it's bad, I got news for you. The only way you're going to get those sports games to change, only way you're going to get those sports games to change is the government's got to step in. Government's got to step in. Because they have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders and if they suddenly stopped doing that in Madden and FIFA, they would lose millions of dollars and then they'd get sued by their shareholders. They'd be like, what the frick are you doing? You have a willing consumer base you have a willing consumer base and you just shut those revenue funnels down? We're gonna we're freaking suing you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's billions with a B. They make billions off those games and those card packs. So there's no other way that's ever going to stop. Government reacts to consumer pressure. Not yet they're not. Nope. Nope. They're not, Hilly. Your your own government, Hilly, decided they didn't want to do anything because they did not see a causative relationship yet and they didn't want to disrupt the market. They thought there would be unintended consequences if they got involved. So no. 
they're not responding to consumer pressure they they looked into it because of consumer pressure and complaint but they ultimately were like we're not doing anything right UK launched loads of reviews why do you think they did with the reviews yes and they I covered this we 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 did a stream on this the UK said we're not doing anything we're gonna wait they gave them a clock hey no they said behave yourselves or we'll get involved is what they said they said they want the market to self-regulate that's what they said they they said they want the market to self-regulate that's not what they said what do you mean i covered it i quoted the one woman i quoted her she was like we think that the market should self-regulate if we get involved right now there would be unintended consequences yeah, self-regulator, we will. That's not a clock. They didn't say they didn't say stop it or we're getting involved. They didn't say that. Because right now, they're not even saying you need to remove the gambling. Because they said they said they don't see a causative relationship yet. Therefore, they're not even saying you gotta get rid of it. They're just saying, self-regulator, we're gonna step in. Games that are targeting children, you know, should be a little bit more on guard or whatever the frick. They gave parameters, right? It was basically like, I let my kids go in the backyard and play, and I'm like, hey, play nice. Or I'm, or, or, or you're coming inside. I'm not out there actively watching everything they're doing. You know, I'm grilling, and I'm in and out, and I'm, I'm peeking at them every once in a while. You know, they're on the swing set. Like, they're in a fenced-in yard, you know what I mean? They're not playing in the street. That's not what you said five minutes ago. They're gathering evidence and coming for them in two years. I don't remember that being in the report, Hilly, that they're going to come for them in two years. That's not what you said five minutes ago. I've not changed anything that I've said about it. I covered it. I quoted them. I had the article. I had the direct quotes from the PM. Or not the PM. It was the... Parliament... R? Parliament representative? I can't remember what what the initials were. They've done research for two years. They're not coming for them in two years. Yeah, they literally said, we've looked into this. There's no causative relationship. We're not getting involved. They're like, listen, we." The, what they did say is, they did say they want more information from the companies to determine whether or not there is a causative relationship. And I got news for you. Companies are not going to be handing over their internal data without court action. You you, you think that Blizzard Activision is just going to be like, here you go, here's all of our microtransactions reporting and what we get and how we get it. No, they're not handing that over without a court order. So, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's why the title of my stream that day and the thumbnail was loot boxes are here to stay they ain't going anywhere government's like we're not getting involved unintended consequences your government doesn't want to do anything yeah that's true the UK spoke on this and they said we're not doing anything my, my statement's not inaccurate I, 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 haven't, I haven't misspoke your government the UK government said we are not getting involved we did the research there's no causative relationship we feel if we got involved there'd be unintended consequences we think the market should self-regulate and they're, so they're, they're like we're not doing anything 
they don't want to do anything. They feel if they did something, it could cause unintended consequences. Like, because think about it. The other part of this was they're looking at countries that went really hard and heavy on micros and loot boxes, and they banned games from the country that could be generating revenue in their country. Like, I, I, I haven't misspoke. I haven't misrepresented anything that we researched and looked into. Here's the quote. Wheezy found it. The UK government has decided against including loot boxes under its existing gambling regulations after an extensive inquiry into the matter launched in 2020 by the UK's Department of Digital Culture, Media and Sports, the DCMS. So they've been looking into it for 20 years. Two years. I'm sorry, two years, not 20. Two years. In the department's report, DCMS Secretary of State Nadine Dorries described any formal regulations at this time as premature. But they called on the video game industry to continue to improve consumer protections, threatening future legislation should it fail to do so. Basically, what I said, self-regulate or we're getting involved, is what they said. The UK government has decided video game loot boxes will not be regulated under betting laws despite finding a link between them and gambling harms. In a long-awaited call for evidence, it is instead told the video game industry to take action to protect young people. That's not doing anything. Yes! They didn't do anything! They didn't! They they could have, and they didn't. They said, listen, self-regulate, or we're going to get involved. That's not doing anything! So if my kids are in the backyard, and they're punching each other, and hitting each other with baseball bats... And I say, you all better calm down or I'm coming out there. Would somebody say that I did something or that I didn't do something? You would say, you didn't really do anything. You just, you're just letting them wail on each other. You, you said you, you might come out, but you still might not. They told them to sort it out. That's action. With respect. With respect. That is incredible that's a strange position to be like they said we're not doing anything we're not taking action self-regulate or we're going to take action you're describing that as them taking action with with respect that's just intellectually not not credible it's not credible like that's not action from a government not some dude on twitter it's the antithesis of action to research something for two years say we're not going to do anything and you're like that's definitely something why well because they warned them what they gave them a pass to continue and they said don't get worse this is the official outcome the government responds to the call for evidence on loot boxes in video games Oh, that's the that's the official thing from the gov.uk government website. I, what, I, I need a too long didn't read on that. I can't click on that and read that right now. When the government warns you that's not action. No, it's not. They, they literally said, we're not getting involved. Just self-regulate. Like, we don't want to take action. So if, if, if you want to say that the, uh, that the warning is action, 
okay, that's got to be the most impotent action that a person could take. That's like the parent who threatens their kid eight times and doesn't do anything, right? It's it's pretty impotent. You're not doing anything. You're saying, well, you, you might. Like... We don't even know if they will get involved. They just said that they will if it, if it, if it, if they feel that they need to, which again, there would need to be a causative relationship before they're going to get involved. They said they want the they want like increased transparencies from the developer. Let me ask you something. Did they did they force that with court order? Did they take government action to make these companies hand over their data? No. How impotent can you look? We would like to have more transparency from these companies to see their reports and their microtransactions to draw a causative link without any court action that's nothing that there's not they didn't do anything they could have said in order for us to actually decide on this we need more data we are pushing forward some some stipulation that these companies have to give us their data and they didn't do that As the evidence based on loot boxes is still emerging and direct government intervention may risk unintended consequences, that's what I said, our view is that it would be premature to take legislative action without first pursuing enhanced industry-led measures to deliver protections for children and young people and all players. As a result, the government does not intend to make changes to the Gambling Act or to other statutory consumer protections with regard to loot boxes at this time. We want to mobilize the industry's creativity, innovation, and technical expertise to deliver tangible progress, improving at pace protections for children and young people and all consumers. If this does not happen, we will not hesitate to consider legislative change. They we will not hesitate to consider legislative change we expect the game sector to rise to this challenge we also look forward to continuing to work with the sector as part of the wider strategy to maximize the positive impact of creative industries in the country as we will set out in our upcoming creative industry sector vision we want to ensure the industry-led innovation will place the uk at the forefront of safe and responsible gaming and that players of all ages can continue to enjoy their favorite games with confidence that's quite literally we're not doing anything And if they want, if they want, if they want that data, they're they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do that through government overreach. They're gonna have to basically like give it to us. And I got news for you: the United States isn't gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. You start reaching into the data of these of these tech companies and being like, "We need your data." Oh, oh okay. You're gonna have to convince probably a federal judge that that basically subpoena right it's a it's, it's, it's essentially a subpoena a warrant of, of sorts that has to be like legitimized like why are we doing this why are we why are we demanding data from a company there has to be a precedent there has to be an impetus it's like when you do discovery on a company because there's evidence of wrongdoing okay you convince a court to say we need to open up an investigation we need court orders we need to get access to all their data and all their files like a judge especially in the states isn't going to do that unless there's a really really strong impetus to be like we need to get a look at these guys books because something doesn't smell right about these microtransactions If you have a PC in the UK, they have it. Everything goes through the, the GCHQ. Yeah, but we're talking about global games and global markets, Hilly. So that doesn't that wouldn't give them an indicator of anything. 
In particular, on Xbox and PlayStation platforms, parental permission required for under-18s to spend money within games and steps have been taken to improve the intuitiveness and accessibility of parental controls. However, on other games and other platforms, parental controls are opt-in and not required by default for children. This means that some children are purchasing loot boxes without active parental oversight and whether or how they do so. On whether and how they do so. Evidence also suggests that only a minority of parents are using parental controls. Right, empowering the consumer to better protect themselves and better protect their children, for sure. Now, obviously, we're getting a little off. This is a, this is a, this is a tangential issue, but it's related to Diablo 4 monetization, right? The Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans. People are concerned about loot boxes. People are concerned about predatory practices. This is related to none of this is going away unless the government gets involved. And the government's like, yeah, we're not doing anything. It gives them credit card transactions, which they also have for VAT tax. Hilly, with as much respect as I can muster for my brothers across the pond, you guys are nothing in the grand scheme of things. If you really think those reports will give your government any sort of an inkling of what the global market's doing in gaming, you guys are nothing in the grand scheme of things. You're not the West, and you're not Asia. Like, you're not, you're not moving the needle. So there's absolutely no way they're going to be able to look at, like, all the credit card transactions and come to a determinative idea of a causative relationship between gambling habits and micro spending. Does that make sense? Like you guys are a drop in the bucket. You're a drop in the bucket as a region in, in, in the gaming market. Like there's no way. Like, there's just no way what they would need to see. Honestly, it's not just Quantity of purchase doesn't even mean anything. Like, how many did you sell? What the frick? Who even cares about that? It's about... They would literally want to see the the philosophy, strategy, the, 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 the design, all of that that goes into, like, a storefront. They don't just want to see how much you're selling. Does that make sense? They don't care about everyone outside the UK. They only care about the UK consumer. They care about more than the UK consumer. They care about the UK economy. And they don't want to hinder it. The minute you take a sector like gaming and you slow it down, that's less tax money for them. That's that's a hindrance to their economy. So let's say Diablo 4 releases in the UK. And they, they try to squelch it. And they try to hurt it. And Diablo 4 says, fine, we're just going to leave your region that's something they're being very cognizant of they're like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't want to drive we don't want to drive games out of our market Uh, that's money that's that's money spent that's taxes we get we get money from that not in terms of loot boxes they didn't get involved with loot boxes though you the the, uh, diablo diablo immortal is available in your region. You, think about it, Hilly. There are countries right now that were like, no loot boxes. What are the two countries? It's like the Netherlands and uh, what's the other one? There's two There's two countries that are like, absolutely not. And Diablo Immortal didn't launch there. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, they looked at those markets and said, we don't, we don't want that to happen. We we don't want to lose that revenue. What are you are you freaking kidding me? 
Was it Belgium? I thought it was Belgium. Belgium and the Netherlands? I almost said Belgium. Two to five years, most of Europe will be the same. I don't know. And I think what Paul is saying is kind of important here. Blizzard's moving away from loot boxes anyway. Look at what they did with Diablo Immortal. They were pretty sneaky. It's a, it's a freaking loot box that you run around in for five minutes. Like... <laughs> Like, Diablo Immortal has loot boxes in it. You just run around the loot box for five minutes and then everything pops out. Like, they're like, oh, it's not a loot box. It's just a dungeon that you can increase your drops in with money and it takes about five minutes to run it. Okay, that's a loot box. So traditional loot boxes sure and they're moving away from it in overwatch because they probably they probably are overwatch is in the funnel of just sell the freaking micros like uh apex or um freaking uh jolly good show thank you lufi uh, you know fortnite and stuff yeah, apex has loot boxes but i think i would be surprised if even they move away from it they said they need a more substantial study and that they were straight up telling them to change their ways or the government would eventually intervene. They didn't say change their ways. You are 100% projecting on what they said. I had to step away. Did Hilly call Lono a melt yet? No, he didn't. Yeah, Apex has loot boxes. I just wouldn't be surprised if loot boxes just start to leave. I just think that they're it's such a it's such a prime target for criticism from consumers. Not, I don't even think loot boxes are going to leave because of government intervention. I think loot boxes are going to leave because people freaking hate them. Like I don't like Apex somehow gets away with it because it's probably just because it's cosmetic only. And don't they do like a, a punch out system where you don't get duplicates or something dumb? Like I like I don't know. I'm actually kind of surprised that. Uh, that Apex is um, still doing it because consumers have a pretty strong aversion to them. <laughs> Melt, there you go. I admit I bought a couple ten crest runs just to get the sweet dopamine loot shower, and you, yeah, now you have that re- that that buyer's remorse. Apex has loot ticks. Apex gives materials and crap to to craft. If my government told me I couldn't play a game because of loot boxes, I would consider that an overreach. I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. Yeah, well, if you live in the Netherlands and Belgium, man, paternalistic nanny state, baby. They're like, uh-uh. We're not allowing this here. Can't do this here. We don't, we're, we're making the decision for our, for our citizens. Yeah. That's a thing, man. That's a thing. Paternalistic. Like, there are de- there are definitely places that think we're gonna we know better than our citizens. We're gonna decide for them. You're not allowed to have this, right? That is a thing. There's a spectrum, right? There's a spectrum of like we've we've encountered that in the West with attempting to like legislate and restrict uh, you know beverage sizes and unhealthy food. We we we've attempted that. We've attempted to be like, hey, hey. We know better than you. To a certain extent, I think they might. <laughs> if you look at the West dietary habits, you know they might. They might actually know better than us. Um, but yeah, it, we that's 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 started to creep in uh, in wet in the West. It hasn't gone very well because America, baby, America and my freedoms. You know, somebody will out of spite guzzle a keg of soda to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? 
and then you know they're losing their toes and their feet but they don't freaking care like there are countries that are like uh uh-uh we know what our citizens should not be doing and they shouldn't be playing Diablo Immortal you know start a Ponzi scheme and see what happens Oh yeah, yeah. You can't do Ponzi schemes because you're 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 ripping people off. Yeah, you have to protect people to to a certain degree. It's there's the tension, right? There's always that tension of okay, we got to protect people from this, like these scam artists that try to get little old ladies and they try to get them, you know, they get their social security and all that. Like you got to protect people from that. You got to you got to make those Ponzi schemes and those things illegal. You'd have to because if not, people will do it. But there's always that there's always that tension of like, uh, this is too far. You've you've gotta let you've gotta let people decide whether or not they wanna eat disgusting fried food every day and guzzle soda and not drink water and then their life expectancies cut short, they're obese, they're a strain on the medical community. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that you get to the point where you're like, if that's what somebody wants to do, that's what they wanna do. Like, right? This is, a, this is a discussion that touches a lot of other subjects, but within the realm of Diablo 4 and Diablo Immortal, I don't think you're going to see government intervention with games like this. I don't think they go far enough. So in the Netherlands, you think it's okay to lock someone up for playing Diablo? Well, there's a difference between saying, hey, you can't, you can't have access to this. Our region's not going to have access to this. And then you use like a VPN... I think criminalizing that is stupid. Like, no. The, 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 the jailing somebody, criminalizing an activity that is completely and utterly harmless, I think is dumb. You, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not what, that's not what punitive justice is there for. You don't throw people in jail for that kind of crap. That, that's 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 not even in the spirit of why you jail somebody like as a phil- like as a philosophy why are you putting someone in a jail cell what's the point of it like strip it all the way down to what's the point you don't do that to somebody who played a video game that's blocked in your region that's dumb that it's illegal to play probably illegal to sell yeah probably you can use VPN and play. They just told Blizzard to F off. Ponzi scheme is so 20th century. Now check out these NFTs. That's right, baby. UK's Department of Culture is the department. Uh, Nadine Doris described any formal regulations as premature. Yeah, we've already read that quote multiple times, Derek. You're, you're a little late. That's been read twice in this stream. It's not, it's not your fault. It's a live stream and you got here at one hour and a half. And we said that at one hour and ten. Just so you know, though, we, we have we have treaded through that and read that. You guys remember when they abolished alcohol? There was no illegal activities that followed. Yeah, it was totally fine. <laughs> Bootlegging up and down the eastern seaboard. The birth of the mob. <laughs> the birth of, like, corrupt politicians and police forces. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We're still living in the shadow of that. Isn't that crazy? You ever think about that? You ever think about that? That, like, abolitionists and getting rid of alcohol 
we're, we are still there are still ramifications from that now <laughs> like it's it's still rippling into like the Chicago Police Department <laughs> to this day <laughs> prohibitionists not abolitionists sorry I said the wrong word prohibitionists not abolitionists prohibition still to this day we're living in the shadow of it baby corruption at the CPD man you trace those roots all the way back to like Capone and Atlantic City and all of it it's nuts nuts politicians were like we we can make a lot of money if we make this illegal (laughs) we created the mafia yeah we're like we can make a lot of money if we make booze illegal. This is going to be great. I was like, is Lono saying what I think he's saying? Yeah, I didn't mean to say abolitionist. <laughs> that quote out of context is kind of weird. We basically created the mafia <laughs> by getting rid of slavery. <laughs> what? Huh? Good afternoon, Feather Pluggers. What's good, Derek? What's good? We're talking Diablo 4 monetization. And uh, people are worried it's going to become like Diablo Immortal. Are we going to end up with a Diablo 4 pay-to-win situation? If loot boxes get banned, innovative developers will come up with something new. Companies find a way. I actually think that's a good point, Tommy. Like, it's going to become microtransaction whack-a-mole. You know what I'm saying? I I think that's why I kind of support the UK when they're like, well, you guys should probably self-regulate. Because they're like, listen, if we get involved, all they're going to do is slip out of it. And they'll just do something else. Like, Diablo Immortal is literally built to get around loot box legislation. They're already doing it. They're already doing it. You mean to tell me that after a billion people emptied their wallets for the dumpster fire that is immortal, that the publishers consider pulling it again? I'm so surprised. Well, according to a survey that was sent to uh, the German market, they are considering doing a full price game with paid expansions, paid battle passes, and uh, premium currency, and they have vowed that they will not be selling any gear. However... However, they have also indicated that they also, I'm sorry, they also indicated in the past that there would be no gear sold in Diablo Immortal. That was also something. Yeah, balance acidity NFTs. That's right. 100%. So their credibility right now is a little shot, right? A little shot. Because it's like, listen. They told us in Immortal there'd be no gear for sale. So you're saying it again about Diablo 4. And I'm like, okay, you you said this once. My mental image of Derek talking is so much more detailed now. I can hear what he's reading in his voice. Some of the mystery is gone, but I'll get over it. (laughs) They gave us their word. I guess we should believe them. (laughs) I say again, wait for the last minute surprise. Day one patch inserts a gem shop. Gems are not gear, man. <laughs> yeah. Gems are not gear. They just directly affect how much gear drops. 
<laughs> so what they're going to do in Diablo 4 is Diablo 4 monetization is going to be you buy a gem and then you hand that gem to an old man and that old man gives you a blessing and that blessing will increase your drops when you go into a dungeon and the dungeon you don't get those drops until the very end when you kill the boss so there's you're not actually buying gear you're buying gems that can be used for a blessing and then the blessing increases the drop rate of the gear frick we did it again <laughs> frick we did it again <laughs> Hilly never answered my question if he's buying Diablo 4. Yeah, are you going to buy Diablo 4, Hilly? There's more mystery to be discovered, says Derek. But yeah, it's nice to have face voice to match with the name. You're right. I have no idea what your ankles look like. If he says stay a while and listen, I'd be okay with that. That's right. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> the Herodric Cube will grant you a blessing when you go fight Diablo. And if you find Mephisto and buy... <laughs> There will be a greater number of drops for you. FIFA 22 loot box is no longer regarded as gambling in the Netherlands as the ban is overturned. Oh, there you go. (laughs) The Netherlands ban is pretty flimsy, isn't it? I said I'd never buy another Blizzard product, but yeah, I'm probably going to buy it. Distorted says, nah, you didn't equip those gems. They gave you stats and perks. They were more than a currency for more gear. That's right. We playing Cult of the Lamb on stream on stream. Dude, I want to play it so bad, Kane. I should have recorded a first look of it last night and sent you guys over there today after the members stream. I really want to play it. I really, really do. You guys ever watch It's Always Sunny? It reminds me of Patty's dollar episode. We need to create our own self-sustaining perpetual economy. That's right. That's right. bet a dollar everybody gives a dollar and every five dollars one of those people gets five dollars for their one dollar so if everybody continues to put in one dollar you will always eventually get a five five dollars so you're always netting four but what we have to do is is we have to constantly get more people to put in one dollar so there's more dollars to go around so that that way every person can get the five dollars every time a fifth person has put in a dollar so we have to constantly have dollars put in in perpetuity frick this is just like an nft (laughs) if you play cult of the lamb i request that you name your followers after tier twos oh i can do that i can do that i bought cult of the lamb on xbox after watching skill ups review i've still got to play it yeah i haven't had a chance i got back in town sunday night so i just haven't been able to Diablo 4 on Game Pass? Um, it depends on when it launches and when the acquisition goes through. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Toe Ball is so popular in that area. Toe, toe Ball? <laughs> Did you just call footies? Did you just call footy Toe Ball? <laughs> Let's go out on the pitch and play some Toe Ball. The frick? <laughs> only in America only an American 
could do that, man. Toe ball. Listen, guys, we got a brand new game coming out. It's not FIFA. It's not Football Club. It's toe ball. What are you doing in this game? Well, you kick a ball, and there's a net on either side, and each net has a goalie. And there's a goalie, uh, there's a box, uh, and there's so many defenders and so many people on offense. Isn't that soccer? No. No. This isn't soccer. This is toe ball. What? It's so much, it's very different than soccer. How is it different? Well, for starters, it's called toe ball. (laughs) And secondly, it's not called soccer. Those are pretty much where the differences end. But other than that, not a goalie, a preventer. Yeah, we have a preventer, we have blockers, and we have shooters. (laughs) We have preventers, blockers, and shooters. In toe ball. Uh. <laughs> I'm naming members of my cult after family I dislike, and then I sacrifice them. Kane, I um, I believe you. I I that that make that tracks that tracks with the man that I know. <laughs> uh, my high school basketball coach called it toe ball. It used to crack me up. It's funny. No, I like it. I think it's funny. It caught it caught my funny bone. And so I riffed on it for a few minutes. I was one of the people complaining about the auction houses in Diablo 3. My message wasn't mixed. If they had pay to win, I'm out, says Hilly. The main difference is work and lurk. We don't use white lines on the pitch. We use cream-colored lines. Yeah, we use cream-colored lines on the pitch. Uh, It's not grass, it's turf. Um, The goals are, you know, a little bit smaller by about an inch. And, uh, yeah. Welcome to toe ball. And we have punishment kicks. <laughs> Q A A A. Toe ball. The toe ball bit was good. If you haven't clicked like yet, it's totally free to click the like button. Do me a favor and also consider clicking subscribe. Subscribing is free and it enables you to talk in my chat. Welcome to Reforged Gaming. We do a safer work broadcast like this Monday through Friday. I do multiple streams a day. This is our second stream. Uh, we already did. We already did one uh, this morning about the God of War Ragnarok and whether or not it influenced the release of, uh, of other games, the delays of other games, because there were games that got delayed. And apparently there are games that are essentially abandoning. They are abandoning the, the fourth quarter of this year. And we talked about that this morning. So if you missed that, you can f- you know feel free to go back and watch it. And uh, we've been hanging out now talking about the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans uh, with the Diablo 4 release date around the corner. Many people are worried that the Diablo 4 monetization will be, you know, too similar to Diablo Immortal pay to win. And if we end up with a Diablo 4 pay to win debacle, you know, there's people in chat basically saying they won't play. If 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 the, if the pay to win ends up being in the game, they uh, they won't play the game, which I think is fair. I think that's the biggest challenge with Diablo Four is that is I honestly think there's there's quite literally no way to know if it's if it's going to happen. There's no way to know. You lost your joystick. You did lose your joystick. 
Maybe we could get some gifted members or jump back in on your own for five bucks a month. You get a member stream every day. You get member streams on Friday night. Uh, Community game night is next week on the 26th. Uh, Friday night, Hilly will be with me. I don't know if we're going to do Fall Guys again. Maybe we should just do Jackbox that night. That might be kind of fun. And let Tier 2s in first, and then everybody else can be, be in the audience. We have a lot of fun with Jackbox anytime we play it. It could be really, really good. And then we wouldn't necessarily have to be like playing a game. I wonder if we should do Jackbox instead. And then that would give more people a reason to upgrade to Tier 2, because I'd let the Tier 2s in, and then everybody else would get the code to play as an audience member because I really want to hit 100 tier 2 members and that might be the tipping point maybe some maybe some good old fashioned jackbox would uh, would help with that you know maybe maybe multiverses I don't like multiverses enough to do that for a community night I, I don't like that game I tried it and I, I don't I don't get the appeal I tried playing against like the bots and I was getting absolutely demolished and I was like yeah I just don't think these games are for me. I just, I, I either don't see it, don't understand it, or it's overtuned. I don't know. I was like, you know, I, I figured the first couple of matches would be just dunkers. You, you know, they would just let you button mash your way, you know, through it. But no, nope. <laughs> it's like, re- no, I don't like Smash. That's probably part of the problem. I just thought playing co-op against bots, we that would be fun for like a while. Like I get being like I don't like playing against other people, but playing against bots, I figured, oh, this might be fun for an afternoon. No, I put it down after 20 minutes. I'm like, frick this game. I went through all this trouble of creating accounts and scanning codes or whatever the frick they had us do. I did all of that, and then I played co-op against bots and got annihilated so there wasn't like a gradual easing into it I just I don't know because I don't like smash because I feel like it just turns into a button mash you know what I mean I just feel like it's just a button mash disaster where you know you're you're not necessarily you are losing to skill but the experience just feels like you're getting button mashed into oblivion you know what I mean always play Mario Kart there's new courses I don't think we have enough people to do Mario Kart and honestly I mean it was fun that night Talica but I don't want to play Mario Kart for three hours (laughs) even if even if we could get tons of people in I'm just I I like Mario Kart but I don't like Mario Kart that much I don't really like that many games that much that's why I like Jackbox we could like just keep hopping from game to game there's like there's I think Fibbage is really fun Quiplash is really fun Bracketeering is really fun I think we should just do Jackbox, and I'll let the Tier 2s get the code first. Because there's usually only six or eight people playing at a time, and then the audience can, can play, but you're not you're not playing in the same way. That would maybe incentivize some people to bump up to Tier 2. What game are we doing? We're kind of discussing that right now. We're considering maybe doing Jackbox. Um, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to do another Fall Guys, and I don't know if No Build Fortnite would be enough. I think lots of people just hate Fortnite. Um, even if we did the no build I think a lot of people just dislike Fortnite Jackbox is fun because like you can just sit back with a beer and play on your phone you don't need to install a game we, you know there's no winning there's no well there's winning and losing but not to the same degree of like the way that it would feel in like a Fortnite or something we did Fortnite the one time and I feel like it was pretty fun and the turnout was pretty good but I don't know if I want to do that 
No, I don't like Among Us. Among Us gets gets too. Um, I think Jackbox is like the spirit of Among Us because you've got like this this element of everybody's playing together and it's kind of like a party night. But Among Us, it's like everybody's talking and then everybody just ends up killing me and it doesn't work or they vote me out. Like it just, I don't know. Among Us, Among Us loses its luster almost as immediately. Yeah, it always devolves into kill the streamer. It just doesn't work for very long. Are we close to 400 likes? We need 50 more people to click that like button. We might be able to get 400 likes. We might be able to do it. Phone autocorrection stinks. I just can't handle more than an hour of Fall Guys sound effects. Yeah, and I get that. I think one of the main problems with Fall Guys is that you, like, once you're, like, I think this is one of the problems, and this is why I think Jackbox would probably be one that we like more. Once you're out, like, if you get eliminated in the first round, you've you're you're basically a spectator for like a really really long time you know what i mean you're you're spectating like super super long because you got to basically wait until the whole thing is over and so i don't like i think as far as like participation goes jackbox is perfect because the people that are in the audience can play like anybody can play you don't got to install anything you don't got to do anything you just go to the website and put in the code you know what i mean you're doing better than me. I can't make it off the main menu of Fall Guys. I've tried multiple times. I like it with my kiddos on the weekends, but, you know, that's that's not quite the same vibe as a Friday night with some drinks, you know? We could chop wood in New World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's good goblin loot. <clears throat> um, How many gray names do we have right now i'm curious if you don't have a membership right now how many folks do we have that are still hanging with us i am curious um we've made it we've made it pretty far we've had two really strong streams i've been streaming for just shy of five hours i assume jackbox was horrible shovelware but it's actually amazing yeah yeah jackbox is really really fun i'm down for fishing of any kind um New World, Valhalla, right? So Lazy Nerd's here, Nefitz is here, Chris is here, uh, Shiroi Akuma's here, Goblin's here, Quarterfish is here, Doctor's Office is here. Okay. I don't know. I wonder if it's time for like an operation like membership hostage thing where we try to gift a bunch of members to bring all these people with us. I feel like, I feel like we've, we've, I feel like Diablo two hours on Diablo, I feel like we've gotten it. We've got our, we did our show. I feel like we've hit it. You're making steak bikes, but you're here. Proto's here. Still here waiting for payday. Yeah, Myrtle, Myrtle wants to jump back in once he gets to payday. Jackbox or fishing works for me. Both are better with beer. Yeah, I, let's just say it. Let's just say it. Executive decision. This month's community game night is the 26th and it will be uh... It'll be Jack. It'll be Jackbox. It'll be Jackbox. I'm gonna update the uh, playing uh, Jackbox tier twos. Get in first. This month's members only game night will be Friday, uh, August 26th. Playing Jackbox tier twos. Get in first. 
What's the too long didn't read on Diablo? All right, let me give it to you. Let me do a summary for anybody that just got here. Let me do a, let me do a quick summary for you. So the Diablo 4 monetization plans leaked. That's that's our title, right? Diablo 4 leaked monetization. And what happened is there was a survey that went out in Germany sort of seeing what people would be comfortable with. What they'd be comfortable with like paying or whatever. And yeah, you can ma- no, it's not family friendly Jackbox. No, Talica, absolutely not. <laughs> If it's the drawing ones, you're you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of what you would guess you would see, um, and so the survey indicated that Diablo Four will be a fully priced game with paid expansions, paid battle passes, a premium currency, and essentially, uh, essentially, a cosmetic store. And people were worried. Uh, people were worried that it was it's gonna go down the Diablo Immortal pay to win. Hilly will draw many. Yes, he will. He will draw many. There'll be lots of eggplants. How many tier twos are there now? I think we're like 30 something away from 100. I want to see 100 tier two members. We used to really push VIP. You used to actually have to be a VIP tier two member to get a lot of the perks. And we've, we've gone with a different format. We have 69. Nice. We have 69 tier twos. So we need 31 more to hit that goal of 100. We actually have increased, so that's pretty exciting. This would be a fun Friday night. See if these hunters cry. I could do that with Madam, but that's not a community game night. But I could definitely do, I could definitely do some see if these with Madam and just check that out. Because if it gets salty or annoying, we can always bail. We can always bail. Mr. Polar Bear says, hold! You're number 69. Nice. Nice. Yeah, everybody's like, hold. We got 69 tier twos. Don't go up or down. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, but, true to form, we are on the internet. True to form. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Elden Ring viewer run for community night? I don't think so, no. We need community game night to be something that's broadly accessible. Jackbox, Fall Guys, Call of Duty, Fortnite, free-to-play game that's on every platform. Like, we can't do, like, Elden Ring viewer runs. Number one, we haven't touched that game in an age, so we probably wouldn't have a big turnout. Number two, a lot of the community would be like, yeah, I'm skipping that night. You know what I mean? Good thing for no Mario Kart that night is I'll be re-downloading stuff on my new Switch. There you go. Mm-hmm. Here's 69, you basically have to say nice. It's common courtesy. That's right. Madam is doing her Elden Ring this Friday. This Friday. You guys hit 1,500 members before I went on vacay. So she's doing that this Friday night. We might. I don't think we're going to do that the whole time, though. I'll pull a couple of games from game suggestions, so be sure you guys are continuing to go in and suggest games in the suggest games room, and then I'll do a vote on games thing again. Uh, and but w- so we're, I'm not gonna have her do Elden Ring the entire time. I'll have her do that Elden Ring dungeon for like an hour, and then we're bailing. Stop distracting Lona. Why he's doing it too long? Didn't read. 
that's basically the too long didn't read is Diablo 4 monetization plans were leaked and the German essentially the German survey that went out indicated that the game is going to be fully priced with paid expansions paid battle passes and a premium currency and people are worried it's going to become a Diablo immortal pay to win so essentially they're worried it's going to be Diablo 4 pay to win all over again basically uh, a Diablo Immortal mini update 36 new legendary items yeah I'm just going to keep raining loot on it we should discuss Disney's D2, D23 and members only chat after the mid-September event Star Wars MCU we're going to probably cover that stream yeah 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 it's on a Friday so we'll have to basically come back from the, the, the Reforge roundtable to watch it live I wouldn't watch an Elden Ring community night stream not in the mood yeah, like, Fall Guys is lighthearted and silly, anybody can play. Uh, Jackbox is silly, lighthearted, and literally anybody can play. You just need a phone or an iPad, or like a, a spare laptop. You just need something next to you while the stream is up. Didn't the devs say no microtransactions? No, they have said you will not be able to buy gear, but they said the same thing about Diablo Immortal. Doesn't sound like it, but they brought uh, it on themselves with Immortal. Trust is going to be thin on the ground. Right. Like, people don't know if they can trust them. It's hard to get around the ease of access for Fall Guys and Jackbox. Right. Because even Fortnite and Call of Duty, we need, like, a really good reason to do that. Right? Like, why are we going into those games? Because, you know, it gets sweaty. And, And honestly, Fortnite if you can't do private matches which we would probably never have enough people to do it I'm just taking three people and going and playing so everybody else just kind of has to watch Uh, Warzone we could do our own private matches but you need like tons of people in order for it to work and that was always a challenge can't think of any games that are that easy and fun yeah I just I don't know we haven't even scratched the surface on all the games in Fall Guys because the minute you get beyond 20 people there's certain modes and stuff you can't do so, Fortnite and COD will take people like an hour to download if they don't know ahead of time. Yeah, you've got to be like heavily letting people know that it that it's coming. Fozzy Moto hitting that twelve month milestone. Have you checked out Rumbleverse for Community Game Night Wrestle themed battle royale that received positive impressions during the beta? Yeah, again. I, I think the challenge is I think the challenge is when you're playing something like that it's like it just turns I don't know I feel like you'd almost have to do it for an hour and then that's challenging too because that means people are going to download that game and they got to be there for that hour and then we move on from it because I believe Rumbleverse is free like I'll be honest I don't know if I want to promote that game I don't think I want to promote that game to be to be fair. The the community manager attached to it and the people that he's working with to promote it. Yeah, I I honestly don't think I even want to promote it, cover it or play it. Um just scum that I don't I don't want to be in any part benefiting them or the company that they work for. So, we're probably just going to skip Rumbleverse altogether. Any game that is in that spirit, though, I think the challenge is always going to be you're grabbing a free-to-play game. People got to install it, they got to load it up, and they got to kind of want to play. Like, Fall Guys is easy to convince people. Like, come on, it's on every platform. Come run a couple obstacle courses. It's not quite the same as a BR. You know what I mean? Thought you liked him? No. No. Scum. 
want nothing to do with that person ever again or anything they're attached to. Even if you promoted Call of Duty Community Night for a month, you would still see people say, downloading it now. It's so true, Barrier. (laughs) It's so true. I could say it every day for a month, and that night people would be like, oh, man, I'm downloading it now. It's going to take like two hours. (laughs) Uh, Who I got to get this up? Thank you forever it was. Yo, Spartan of Doom, good to see you with a badge back next to your name. How about we have a big meta meetup in the Facebook VR world? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? If you're just tuning in, we covered the Diablo 4 monetization. It got leaked. People are concerned it's going to be a Diablo 4 pay-to-win situation, the same way Diablo Immortal pay-to-win happened. And we, we've been basically debating that for a couple of hours. We covered God of War this morning and why the, you know the release dates influencing other games' release dates. And uh, we've, uh, we've been having a really, really solid day. Uh, if we could get 40 more people to smash that like button, man, we'd hit 400 likes on this video. That'd be amazing for the second stream of the day. That's totally free, by the way. It's free to subscribe. It's free to press like. We're probably going to get ready to do an operation, you know, green name, where we try to get a bunch of people with gray names converted to green name and, and grab them and bring them to members only. I didn't know that was a game he was involved with. What a downgrade. Yeah. Yeah, and coincidentally helping, you know, do favors for people that, you know, is likely still attached to a pretty nasty situation. So, zero desire, you know. Good good for good for whoever, you know, gets inside scoops and inside deals on that game. I don't have any interest in playing it. I'm reading the tea leaves. I know what the frick's going on. How many people back in the day want a raffle only to say they didn't have their Xbox on? <laughs> You're OG. If you remember us running a raffle and somebody saying, oh, I didn't think I was going to win. I can't play. (laughs) I just entered the raffle for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't have it all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, I just, I didn't think I was going to win, bro. Or they would come up with these just ridiculously concocted Oh, yeah, my baby just woke up and puked everywhere, literally literally as you called my name. (laughs) Okay, sure. It was like they just couldn't resist. It was like, we only need people to push the red button that can play. Now, let me explain. Who already pushed the red button? Who? Why did you do that? I just wanted to see if the red button worked. Okay, all right. Nobody else push the red button okay two people just pushed the red button why did you push the red button well you said push the red button no I said before anybody pushes the red button shut it down just shut it down we're not doing the red button why'd you all push the red button while well, you're shutting it down so I figured I would do it before the whole thing gets shut down wanted to get in at the last minute <laughs> that was what it was like running raffles for Ray. <laughs> Yeah, PlayStation Day was Thursday. It was that stupid. It was that it was that stupid. <laughs> it was like, why'd you do it? Well, I thought you said to do it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say to do it. Oh, winning a raffle but with no intention of playing. Yeah, that was the best. Maybe want to freaking strangle people. It's like you're making you're. Ma- I'm not a violent man. I'm not, and I I'm becoming one. <laughs> I'm developing violent tendencies. You know, stop it. 
<laughs> oh. Stop it. Now, what was that skit with uh, um, Bob Newhart as a psychologist? Stop it. <laughs> just, just stop it. <laughs> that was his psychological advice to people doing bad things was stop it. That was my that was a pretty good skit. <laughs> Surprisingly had a quick turnaround for raffles. The only thing slowing it down was people being ridiculous. Yeah, we had a pretty efficient system. We did. We did. To this day I don't understand he didn't have to strangle people during Q and A's. Yeah. Yeah. Q and A was fun, but it, it was one of those things that like it just grew into a monster. It was like this is cool. This is cool. This is nuts. What the frick's going on? And then we had we had people on alts intentionally trying to disrupt. They would intentionally be like, they would see somebody submit a question and they would wait and they would intentionally reword the question and submit it. There were, there were people doing that, 100%. Warzone has a 70 gig update. It's just an update. It's progressed 25%. Dude, that game is huge. It's so big. They push out an update and you're like, well, this is a big commitment. (laughs) This is a big commitment. What's going on here? What what am I committing to? Oh, I'm not playing the game today, I guess. (laughs) Anytime they update that game, you're not playing. You're just not. To this day, uh, I already read that. I want a PS5 controller and a raffle giveaway, but didn't even have a Twitter account or a Discord. Lono's so sad he even refuses to look at it. Well, I didn't want to drudge up more God of War discussion, but yeah, he won't be calling him boy. You know what? I'm on the other end of that. I actually think it's good that he's not doing that. I, I'm serious. I think it's good that he's not doing that. It, it It's a meme at this point. We can't have another game where he's constantly going, boy, like, come on. It, 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 that will always be what, that, the, the meme and that game's sort of loving name, you know, dad of boy. It'll always be that way. Doing it again for another entire game, I think it would have immediately gotten long in the tooth. Like, oh, we're doing this again? Boy, read it, boy. Boy, where are you, boy? Boy, boy. Boy. Boy! I think it would have just gotten old really quickly. They're getting so large, they're risking pushing console players away. I mean, this is why uh, Warzone 2 is going to be a total reset in the new engine. They want to strip all of the bloat out of the game. They want to strip all the bloat out of it. I guarantee you Warzone 2's install size will be half of the current game. It'll be half. Maybe even smaller. I want a button where Kratos says boy like stray head where you just meow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good mod. That's got to be a mod for the PC version. Just anytime you feel like saying boy, you know. Atreus or maybe just sun. Also, it shows growth. Are people still playing BR with all the stuff that's out? What do you mean? Like that's what people do. People play a game and then they play it some more. And then they play it some more. And then hang with me here. 
they play it some more like that's it man like that's that is a hundred percent a a thing in the gaming world is that's their game that's all they play every day for a couple hours you know what I mean you gonna try the cult of the lamb game I really want to try it but I don't know when and how we would try it because the the, the, the challenge that we're facing is anytime I do gameplay during member streams, a ton of people leave, and we want member streams to be, like, really successful and really good. We want, like, tons of people hanging out and enjoying them. Um, but the... And then gameplay on the main channel is tough. We, we missed Spider-Man by two days, and, you know... We didn't get treated very well by YouTube because we took a week off, so we should have gotten much better search results on Spider-Man PC gameplay like it had only been a couple of days and YouTube treated us like garbage yesterday we had amazing numbers yesterday and it was literally our audience it was you guys tuning in like I feel really good about the future because I can take a week break and I can come back and the core audience just shows up and we put up great numbers and YouTube is like who are you again like they gave us garbage treatment yesterday and they're not giving us good treatment today either and in a week we'll be fine because we'll spend this week crushing it and they'll be like what the frick are we doing that channel's doing great why aren't we treating that channel very well you take a week break man and the algorithm is like who are you what are you what what's your name again you spend a week proving yourself and then all of a sudden you're you know you're back in so we're pulling amazing numbers and youtube's not doing a freaking thing to help us at all BR provides a rush and a feeling no other game provides. No other game creates a feeling that the moment-by-moment intensity of a BR... That's true. That's actually true. I think BRs always have that popularity draw. You think that they will put World of Warcraft subscriptions on Game Pass once the acquisition is finished? No. No. I think there'll be a Game Pass... There'll be a Game... I don't know what they'll call it, we didn't show up, we just never left. That's right. I don't know what they'll call it, Talica, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they come up with like a Game Pass. It won't be Ultimate, but it would be like Game, Pla- Game Pass Plus or something. And it would include like one subscription token for some game within that funnel of like Blizzard stuff. Hey, here we go. Let Guys, we're getting ready to switch to some members-only content, let's bring people with us. Toasty's kicking it off. I was waiting to see if we would do Operation Green Name. Let's do it. That's what I'm lovingly calling it. Operation Green... Well, maybe we should call it Operation Gray Name. Let's get the gray names. Let's turn them to green. Let's bring them with us. Get those gifted members going. Doctor's Office, Chris Wickard, MJ, Connor McDonald, and Marek Novak. Make sure and say thank you to Toasty. He just gifted five members. Every time we do this, we bring a ton of new people into the members-only content, exposing them to the community and the fun that we have every day. It's a great way to end the day. Make sure you get in Discord, because we do members' content Monday through Friday, as well as on Friday night, and YouTube does not do a great job of notifying you about that. It's my Tuesday ritual now, says Toasty. Yes, chat. Get those gray names. Get them good. Yes, Operation Gray Name in full effect. Objectively, no other games provide the rush and the unpredictability of a BR, less the feeling of winning. That's not opinion. Yeah, I mean, you could probably argue 
the ob- objectively you could say what other games create this environment where there's this much potential reward this much potential risk this much permutations of random encounters what games can do this like mathematically and you would just say BRs are the only games doing this right guys my uncle who works at Microsoft already confirmed this it's going to be called Game Pass Deluxe trust me my family doesn't lie rogue games all rogue games Mm, no not no it's not the same it's not the same. It, it doesn't have the same intensity as a BR because, like, a rogue game certainly has the permutations, the randomness, and the risk, but it just is not the same as a battle royale. I just don't think it's the same because it's the player. It's the moment by moment intensity of a BR. That's the kicker. Operation kicking and screaming because we're going to drag them with us kicking and screaming. That's right. That's right. Doom doesn't provide that hundreds of hours and neither does Souls or Rogues. Yeah, I feel like even Doom and Rogues get formulaic. They get formulaic because there is no moment-to-moment intensity. You know the parameters of the game, the parameters of the threat, and what's potentially going to happen. Even those games become predictable. Even a Rogue becomes predictable. Like even even um, even Returnal hits a degree of predictability. It gets formulaic. You know what a room's going to look like and how it's going to flow. Yes, the intensity goes up. But when he first stated it, he said the moment-to-moment intensity. That was one of the first qualifiers he put, and I actually agree. The moment-to-moment intensity is so random. It's never the same. It's never the same outcome. You're moving the goalpost. You never mentioned how many hours. Well, forget the number of hours that he's that he's injecting. I think the point is is that you could play for more hours and never really have that formulaic feel because there's always that moment to moment of you never know what could happen you never know what the players are going to do or who's going to be where or what you're going to get killed by and a rogue doesn't have that you hit hour number 50 in a rogue and you know what to expect you know what you're doing you know when you have a good build or a bad build and there's no there's no moment to moment threat of a person coming and doing something Rainbow Six and six to seven wins on a trials card gets me there. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that to me, Robert, is analogous or akin to Returnal. I gotta get really far in Returnal for that that intensity to land. But in Fortnite or Apex, that that can happen mid-game, early game, late game, you know? Just a chaos of combat. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think you've got to get to that sixth win. You've got to get to that point. And then you're like, all right, yeah, now the intensity is really hitting. Now there's a bunch of things on the line. But you die early in a rogue. You die mid-game in a rogue. You're not like, oh, man, that was intense. But in a BR, that moment-to-moment intensity, oh, yeah. There's an, there's, that, that's, you're like, oh, man. 
I beat that guy. I, I won that fight. I have a good kit, and I actually beat that guy that pushed me early game, mid game, wherever it ends up happening. I think that's a factor. And disagree on the feeling of winning factor. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough to compete with with the win factor of a BR. Because even when you win Returnal, I don't know. There's something intangible about beating live players. There's something intangible about knowing somebody else had it all on the line and they gave it everything they got and I beat them. I don't know. There's something intangible about that. The intensity's higher. The adrenaline's higher. It's not. It's not the same experience. Like... I'll tell you what, I get to the end of a Fall Guys round, and I'm on that one where you're, like, throwing bombs at each other. Homie, my blood pressure and my adrenaline, like, it's intense. I can't play it late at night. I played it late at night once, and I couldn't freaking fall asleep. Because it's like, everything's on the line. It's me, and it's that guy. He is the, he is between me and victory. It's not some AI. It's personal, like Zubair is saying. Listen, I'm going to schedule the member stream. If you guys want to keep Operation Grey Name going and bring these people with us, we can continue this discussion in the members-only stream. I'm going to schedule it right now. Uh, we're going we're gonna to transition to that because we are well off the rails of Diablo 4. We are well off the rails. And I'm bringing... I'm, well, let's bring some people with us. All right, members-only Tuesday stream. And let's make sure and monetize it because that seems to help let people know about it. Members only chat, members only visibility. We're going now. You guys have like two minutes. I'm going to send tweets and alert the Discord. You have like two minutes if you want to bring anybody else with us. Post to members. Uh, lively discussion already happening. Post. All right. Uh. Here we go. Tweet. Uh, daily members only. Time. Already debating VRs and why. Popular tweet. Right. Send now. Okay. Uh. Okay. The frick is this? Close that. Take me with you. Alright, listen. I'll do one. I'll do one. I can't do more than that. Hang on, let me make sure. I'll do I I, I can do a five I can do a five spot. I can I can grab five of you. Give me one second. I'm just making sure. 
Okay, yeah, I can do one. Alright, hang on. Uh, bam. Bam. And... Alright, I'm gonna grab five of you. Anybody else wants to jump on this? Take more gray names with us. Operation Gray Name. Alright, there we go. It's in chat. Janismo got one, a Myrtle Turtle got one. That's the one I want to see. Ravenous Poro, Maze Rage, and Zack. There we go. There we go. Two, two, two people that we wanted to snag. Nefitz didn't get one. Nefitz didn't get one. Somebody else do a five spot. See if we can't get Nefitz in here. See if we can't snag Nefitz. I wish we could literally click on people and do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, Lord Bacon the Destroyer. Here we go. Here we go. Five more. Five more. Operation Gray Name in full effect. Here we go. Nobody's getting left behind. Gaming for years. Brian Retro, Cami, Divine the God, Earthbounds. Shoot. Well, I'm happy for those people. But sorry. DSB Prime didn't get one. And Nefitz didn't get one. Oh, you can't get one. It's a branded account. Okay. Okay. Well, there's some more names I recognize, though. Divine the God and Earthbound. I recognize those names. Yeah, the Greys. The Greys. Yo, Poopsack's gonna do it. Poopsack's gonna grab it. Let's go. Let's go. Operation Grey name. We're doing it. This is one of my favorite parts of the day. The most faithful people here at the very, very end get pulled into membership. I freaking love it. DSV Prime got it. Fran got it. Juice, uh, Juice Nouveau, Felix, uh, and Grover. All of you. We snagged all of you. You don't think your work account get one? Yeah, branded accounts can't seem to get it. They can't seem to get it, unfortunately. Unfortunately, they can't. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. All right, let me edit the redirect. You have time. We have time if anybody else is going to do it. All right, I'm setting up the redirect now. And then I'm going to ping Discord. I'm going to ping Discord. All right, there we go. All right. I'm giving you guys... I'm going to give you guys one more minute. One more minute to snag anybody else because we had a bit of a viewer spike because we're doing this and it, it, it tends to pull more people in we bounce back up to 250 so you have exactly 60 seconds if you like the content buy your own that's right literally if you're here right now and you can do it and you can't afford it five bucks man get your, get yourself in this members only content get yourself in the discord if you just got gifted a membership 15 of you just got gifted make sure you are in the discord YouTube doesn't do the greatest job of uh Okay, new members go watch the quarry streams. Okay, I'm gonna put a link in chat. That's it. Operation Gray Name is over. If you didn't get one, if you didn't get one, I'm sorry. We gotta go. Hey, if you clicked on this, you're a member. Maybe you're a new member. Maybe you got a gifted membership through an email or through a live stream. If you're a new member, gifted member, or you decided to do it on your own, 
make sure and use the link in the description below of all of my videos to get in the discord discord.gg slash reforge tv you can follow me on twitter at reforge tv you can also get into the discord reforge tv okay that's the best way to not miss out on members only content you might be like i didn't get announced for this i didn't get a notification for this yeah they don't do the greatest job so i'm going to end the previous stream and bring people over uh, from that we discussed the uh, Diablo 4 stuff we discussed the God of War stuff we had a really really good day and YouTube is treating